What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Cut t- coming to you. Wow, fuck. Start over. Start over. <laughs> we changed the we changed the location, and it just all goes to shit. Yep. <laughs> you gonna do it again or no? Yeah. Okay. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from not West End Cigars, but The Hobbit Hole. Uh, West End West. <laughs> West End. Um, west, West, West End. Is this, are we West? Yeah, yeah Southwest. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we're, we're in West End Saline County. That's right. Because we are at my backyard. Yep, on the patio. With the wind and... Well, it's not too windy tonight. No, it's actually not. It's cold, though. It is a little chilly. Yeah. So it is just you and I flying solo tonight. I'm Steve. I'm Aaron. <laughs> um, this weekend's been crazy, but we had an awesome wedding that we were at, one I was in a part of. Yep. Uh, communication with shop stuff that was not very good, <laughs> so had to push off our normal Brandon Sunday. Brandon didn't have his phone, so. Normal stuff. Well, half the people knew, half the people didn't. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. So we're changing it up. This week, and then with Mark had his stuff, you know, no need for him to travel when he doesn't need to. Yep. You and I happen to live right next door to each other and have accessibility to all the cigars we want. And, and would probably be here anyway and if we'd be we weren't here, recording. <laughs> and we'd be here anyways. And I just had the, uh, I had this stuff in my car for since Sunday. It is now Tuesday. My Outback smells like <laughs> a cigar shop. You should just start smoking in it then. I should. I don't <laughs> think I will though. <laughs> but I... Man, I do miss my truck doing that. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. But we are uh, smoking something a little special. It is October. It is spooky month. It is my... This is our Halloween episode. It is my favorite month. I love... Ooh. I love it. Did, did you see the uh, the candles and stuff you walk through? I saw, yeah. The floating candles. You guys have all up? kinds of like artsy, craftsy, good looking stuff. My house is like a shithole. She, well, so, you know, you said you said it's craft time. I was working on some uh, some craft stuff for our gate door right here. She's going to yeah. turn it into something. And uh, we got wreaths and stuff. We got one plant out front and it's dead. So, so the mum, the mums are doing okay. The mums are doing okay. Like yeah. we had our, so we, we uh, last Wednesday on our birthday, we went uh, plant shopping and got a bunch of stuff like that. Um, and then that ne- and then that night we got like our first frost of fell into 31. So like we bought all these huge fucking plants, had to pull them all inside the house. I was yep. like, I can't do this every night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they seem to be doing fine, but the mums, uh, mums can take a beating. You know, it's like a, mums are like Mike Tyson. It's a hardy plant. They, they can, they can, they can take a whooping. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're doing fine. But yeah, I'm, I've like, it's weird whenever I became a, a homeowner, like I, I wanted to become more with like plant goods and, and stuff like that. Like I remember growing, going to the nursery with my mom and just like, uh, this is stupid. I hate this. Doing this. Now but then you like, love it. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Send us to like I'm the same way. Send us to like good earth or horticulture or whatever. Yeah, we store. have a, we have a rack at our front window in our dining room and it's got like eight plants on mm-hmm. it. Well, that's the one bad thing that we have is we don't, we is like our house is like a cave where we don't have any, yeah, you have no natural light. We have no at natural all. light, and because and because our patio here is so big, 
mm-hmm. like deep wise, and we're on that hill, the sun doesn't hit in there. So we have no plants on the inside. So that's why I've like switched to all the Lego plants. Yeah. <laughs> like, Those are cool anyway. Yeah. So. Like that's it. So we have like, I mean, we have like stuff that's good for, you know, not direct sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that's hard to kill because Miyamoto can do that. But back to what we're smoking. It is October. It's spooky month. It's my favorite month. Oh, I heard a good Halloween joke before we go there. Okay, what do you got? Uh, why do monsters not eat ghosts? Why do monsters not eat ghosts? I don't know. Why? Because they taste like sheet. <laughs> That's already good. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been holding on to that one for about two weeks, waiting for this. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't have any, like, I'm not the best at, like, one line jokes kind of stuff like that. I don't, ha- I don't have many. I have, I have like longer drawn out ones that again, like we talked about before are questionable <laughs> for, the, yeah. for the show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, back to what we're smoking. Yeah, Sorry. Back, yeah. Back to what we're smoking. Um, so it is October. It's my favorite month. I love spooky season. I like, I don't like so much horror movies, but I like suspenseful, scary movies, stuff like that. Um, but I also love... What's the difference in a scary movie and a horror movie? To me, I would say like a horror movie is more slasher, like bloody, as opposed to like a scary movie is more like suspenseful. That, for me, like... Um, what, would, what would you say is a scary movie that's not a horror movie? Um, like Midsummer. I haven't seen that or one. Or Hereditary. Like Ari Aster stuff that he does. Um... Like those are suspenseful, suspenseful, but not they're. I guess they would be horror, but to me, like to me, horror is like Jason, Freddy, Michael, Scream, Scream. Like the, there's like there's knives and blood and guts and all that kind of stuff involved, as opposed to like a scary Saw. movie. Yeah, as opposed to like scary is more like Bump in the Night, uh, The Conjuring, just like eerie. Like you don't want to walk to the bathroom with the lights off kind and of. And I can't watch like. The Conjuring. I, we don't watch any of that. Oh, I love that stuff. My wife will not watch a scary movie. Like, I am 38. I'm a big grown man. But after watching that, like, I will run to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, I am a, I am just a weakling when it comes to that. So, on that note, I've had, I've had, I'm the king of saving cigars. Everybody knows collecting. That. I would call it collecting. Yes, <laughs> um, so I feel, it's so, past saving. It's past saving. So I figure, you know, since this will probably be kind of like our Halloween episode, um, I figured it was about time for me to open up the Tatuaje Monster Mash Pack from last year. Yep, uh, I've, ha- I've had it in my locker forever. I literally, you saw me break the seal. I took the cellophane off. That was it, just to get the humidity and everything in there. But I cut the uh, the sticker and everything and. So we, uh, I'm going with the first one, which is just the Frank, and you're going with which one? I've got the Wolf. The Wolf. So I don't remember what the blend is, but the Frank is the, the is the redo that came out last year. The Drac yep. Yep. came out this past month and everything. Um, last week. Which uh, Little Rock is already sold out of. I didn't get any of those. Is Conway out as well? Um, I'm not sure, but lucky for you, I snagged a box before they disappeared. Nice, yeah, because I was, I was out. I luckily I snagged. I got two of the rare pinks. I've never had one of those before, so I got I got a few of those. And uh, I, t- I texted Kevin. I was like, "Hey, we got some of these. You want one?" He's like, "Yeah. Can you send me some?" I was like, "Yeah, I got you." <laughs> so yeah, so I got it's, one. Of the, I got one of those. The, uh, the Drac redo this year. They made like twenty five percent less than they made of the mm-hmm. 
Is of it, the Frank. Is it, is it Drek this year? Drek. Yeah, Drex this year. Yeah, Frank last year. Um, so we didn't get a whole lot of them, which sucks. And we have two stores, so technically we should get a double allotment. I'm going to have to talk to our rep about that. But um, anyway, yeah, there's not a lot of them <laughs> in Little Rock. So The fun behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on in <laughs> Yeah, it's all the BS that I have to deal with all the time. <laughs> so fighting over who gets what yep. and calling reps. and Yep. But that is what we're smoking tonight on a nice chilly October evening. Yeah. In Bryan, Arkansas, instead of our home shop, we're at our we're at our normal shop, our our house shop, or as I call it, the Hobbit Hole. Yeah. So. I call it the Crack House. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one with the uh with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> what what is it? Not a meth lab. Not a meth lab, which is funny <laughs> because Saline County. It's uh, known for the meth. It is known for the meth. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it is. But uh, yeah, we I mean we we got a we got like one of those weird arched doors. Solid mahogany. It looks like a hobbit hole. Yeah. You know, we're just kind of stuck back here. I it's was a like, cool house. I mean, we we love Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh, hobbit hole. Yeah. And we had a, I mean, you know, speaking of Lord of the Rings, Patty, I know you're going to be listening to this. Awesome Lord of the Rings wedding. Yeah, that like, was actually really cool. I've got my uh, my little, um, I guess. The pin. The pin. I got it on my bag and everything awesome. now. Everybody saw me ball like a baby and everything. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, a crier. I'm a crier. Yeah. A big softy. I am. It, I was fine. I was fine. Until um, the Here Comes a Bride song, but it wasn't Here Comes a Bride. It was the Shire song, mm-hmm. and she comes out and just looks, just looks angelic and everything. And I see, like, I, I see Patty kind of because I'm second yeah. behind, right behind the best man. I see him kind of, like, jerk up. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, so I, you know, you stand up and turn around, mm-hmm. and she steps into the doorway. That's one of my favorite things to do is turn back and look at the groom. Yeah, and he's balling. So that was so that <laughs> I mean, just balling. So they didn't have a first look. I know they that was their first time seeing. Well, that's why it's. Well, you're, you're a lot of people do that now. Yeah, you're starting right? to see more first looks, and like we did, yeah. a, we did a first look and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's the way traditionally people. That's when you see your your bride is, is yeah, coming, right there coming down the first time. Yeah, um, that's the way I saw my wife, um, but yeah. it was in a garden in Jamaica. Jamaica. So this was Greenbrier. <laughs> this was my first yeah. time ever in Greenbrier. Uh, I've been out there a few times. Nice venue. Like, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was cool. On the I did inside. not expect that we were driving and like GPS says we're getting really close. I'm like, I don't see a castle anywhere. <laughs> and you come over this little hill and it's like, Oh shit, there's a castle. Yeah, there it is right there. Yeah. And that was great. I mean, we started, uh, went through two bottles of whiskey, start, got there at about two o'clock and we were two bottles down by the time the wedding started at five. And it was just like, I had to stop drinking at like... Yeah, I could tell you were a little drunk. I had to stop drinking at like 8. Just because I was like, well, Mo's not going to be able to drive home. (laughs) Because we're in the middle of nowhere. Yep. So, but yeah, I had a fun time. Yeah, it was a great great wedding. Great wedding. and Really unique, cool stuff. Yeah. I think they did a good job incorporating a lot of that stuff without it getting too uh, gimmicky. Yeah. You know, they did it elegantly. Yeah, it, um, which it was. I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really well thought out. Yeah, it wasn't like a like when we say it was Lord of the Rings wedding. It wasn't like a LARPing wedding. It was yeah. just the imagery and just fun. It was just it was a party. It was just all, awesome. So I talked to Patty ahead of time, and he told me I could wear a costume. Oh my god! And I tried. You I was ve- going to get a Gandalf costume. Did you get vetoed? My wife was like, "Absolutely not! I'm not going to this wedding with you if you wear that." The only thing I wish I would have done, which Mo brought it up to me, which I I wish I did, was um, I wish I would have braided my hair. 
yeah. or, or braided my beard. Or yeah, something. that would look pretty cool. Just look a little bit more gimly like just because we're yeah. I mean, we're all big dudes that were up there. We all had most of us had big beards and stuff like that. I was yeah. definitely had the longest hair of anybody up there. Um, but I wish I would have done that. But again, it was like I think it could have been probably li- longer than all the bridesmaids too, right? I think so. <laughs> maybe one. May- maybe one. I, yeah, there might be one more person in there that had longer hair than me. But I feel like that would have been a little too look at me, Louie. Um, like it's not you know uh, not the focus. Maybe I don't know. I don't think a, a braid in your hair would have been that big a deal. I, it it would have fit like fit the theme. Yeah, and I probably would if I would have just. Talk to Patty and Megan. They probably wouldn't cool with it, but it's like I didn't want to do it without their like. Oh yeah, that's fine. Do yeah, this kind of thing. I don't think I don't think braiding your hair would be that big of a deal. No, but you know, it is what it is. It was a great wedding. It's you know, yeah. Now what's nice though for me is now my Saturday commitments are over for the year. For the year, I am done with my. The only I take it back. The only thing is my mom's birthday is Sunday. I'll be working, so we're going to host a, f- a family dinner here on Saturday night. That's it. Like, I don't have to be anywhere Saturday morning. So, if you want to have a tea time Saturday morning, go ahead and set that bitch up right now. Well, you missed your window. Ah. Hunt, hunting season started uh, or starts this Saturday. For what? Deer or goose or duck or what? Uh, this is uh, the early uh, speckle belly goose season. or the white-fronted goose, Ross's ah. goose, and blue goose. Um, so... I will be. You'll be, um, you'll be in, a, in a in a hole in a tarp or whatever they are, a den. I'll be in a field more field. than likely for these guys. But uh, but yeah, modern gun. So this is open till November eleventh, and then modern gun for deer opens the twelfth, and then it closes. No, I take that back. Duck season opens uh, November nineteenth. We usually don't hunt a ton during that first break of the season. Um, the start of the second one is like December 10th. That's when we'll really start hitting it heavy um, till the end of January. Then so when they start going through the rice paddies and stuff over in Stuttgart. Yeah, I mean, they'll ducks will go field, flooded timber. Uh, they'll go just about anywhere. Geese are a little different. They, they usually stay in the fields. You'll occasionally catch them in a water hole, but um, if there's a lot of timber around, the geese usually won't come down in there. Uh, they're just too big a bird to get up and get down. <laughs> it's like a, a flying turkey. Yeah, Tur- I did. I turkeys did. fly. I, yeah, that's what I say. Like, <laughs> why'd you say it like that? <laughs> well, they don't really fly. Yeah, they do. They can't fly long distances. No, but they can fly no, like they, up into a tree. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I never realized that until one day I saw like a bunch of turkeys in a tree. I'm like, how'd they get up there? Like, you know, they fly right. I'm like, well, yeah. Just because they're a bird doesn't mean they fly. I mean, I've never seen a turkey fly. It's, it's kind of like an ostrich. An ostrich is a little different. Or kiwis or penguins. Like, those are birds. but Yeah, a little but different. Like, it's kind of like that, was it WKRP? Like, for the love of God, I, I, I swore I thought turkeys flew or whatever. Yeah. The turkey drop. Yeah. Mark, Mark would. Mark's getting mad at us because we're butchering that probably. Uh, I didn't know peacocks could fly. Oh, yeah. I thought I knew, they were a ground bird. No, so my my grandma's house in Kansas, um, the next door was like a, not like a petting zoo, but they had some wildlife animals and they had goats and stuff like that. But they also had peacocks. Peacocks would always get on her roof and like make their noise, which is, it's, it, I can't even describe it. It's a weirder noise, but like more than anything, you can hear the, the feathers kind of like, like yeah. fluff. And then they just get 
like they, they literally they peacock. <laughs> they just like so we were at a resort, and uh, I go to walk out of our room, and it had this little patio area, and then you step out onto the pool area, and this peacock comes swooping down right in front of me, and almost takes me out. <laughs> like if the patio area hadn't been there, this thing would have killed me. Um, I mean, they're massive birds. Yeah, yeah. No clue they could fly. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess they have really big wings, so why not? They're just huge birds. I just didn't expect that. Yeah. It, it's kind of like it's the shape of them. Like, yeah. They, it's kind of like bumblebees. Like, bumblebees have that body. Bumblebees like, technically, they can't figure out how a bumblebee flies. I know. It's it's like, like how does, that's like me. It it's defies like, gravity. It's like the size of me, but with like tiny little wings that can fly. It's like a June bug. Like we joke around June bugs right here, just like boop, 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 like floating <laughs> in and stuff. Like it's kind of hard to see in a, in a non-visual medium what I just did. Yeah, you but, definitely need video of that. <laughs> but like it's the same way. They're just like bumping in and stuff like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, anyway. But at the same time, like I don't understand how like giant fucking planes fly. Like I know how, how it works, but like to me it's just like... M- just it's crazy like or yeah. ships like the ship we're going to be on in march yeah, how does like, that not sink yeah it's just it's fucking crazy Three thousand people on yeah it. but like you have a tiny lego boat it sinks but i guess because water can get in there and all that kind of stuff you, yeah a hole in a boat is a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you have if you have the lego ship like the lego titanic and you mod podge the bottom do you think it would float then yeah, pro- well, I mean, you'd have to look at displacement versus surface area yeah, to figure out if it's too heavy, but um, probably I think it would float. God, can you imagine, like, putting the t- that Titanic thing together and then just, like, trying to see if it floats and just, like, disintegrates? Does, does a, would it, it wouldn't disintegrate, does would it? it? Does, a Lego <laughs> like, br- does a Lego brick float or does it sink? It floats. Does it float? I think so. I don't know. This is, like, one of those things that would be, like, one of those weird things that, like, oh, it's plastic, but it actually sinks. Yeah, that one, you might be right. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, like... <laughs> but it's always, like, that weird thing that you wouldn't think would float that, like, fucking floats. But then, like, yeah. this small piece of plastic, nope, it's it's gone. It's like Monty Python. It's like, oh, she d- weighs more than a duck, <laughs> <laughs> but she floats. <laughs> She's a witch! She's a witch! <laughs> burn her! Burn her! <laughs> I just watched that the other day. I guess a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it, had to had to come home and, and start that. But that's a great movie. It is. That's a yeah. that's a kind of a. I would say that's kind of a Halloween esque movie. Maybe no. How is it Halloween? I don't know because I just think. I guess because just the, the costumes, the costumes and stuff <laughs> like that. Okay, like, do you consider? Do you consider like Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Um, Christmas movie. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I I consider that Christmas, but at the same time, I kind of think of Harry Potter as more of a Christmas movie as well. I've but, I've seen maybe half of one of those movies. What? Yeah. Oh my god, I love Harry Potter. Like, I take that back. I may have went with my wife to one of them, one of the later movies, but I had not seen any of the previous movies, so I had no clue what was going on. so lost. I just went because, you know, with my wife. That's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you do. Oh, I love Harry Potter. Like, like the, uh, it's, is it, uh, what's down in Florida? Is it, you're not, uh, 
Uh, Eureka Springs. That's no. <laughs> that is uh, Universal Studios yeah, that so the like, Harry Potter stuff is oh at. Oh, my God. Like, I want to go there and, like, go to, like, the the wand shop and get my wand and all that kind of stuff. So they got the they got the uh, PS5 game coming out, I think, early next year. Harry Potter game? And it's a Harry Potter game, and but it's, like, set in, like, the 1800s and, and stuff. When so, are those movies set? Uh... So technically, the books are set in like the mid '90s, I believe, uh, but the movies are okay. set like in present day. Whatever, I mean, from 2000 to 2012, I think, or whenever, whenever mm. it was. Um, but this one's set in 1800s. But what's crazy is like in the like in the movies, like you wouldn't be able to tell a difference because it's not like they they use pens or computers or stuff like that. They always use yeah, quills and yeah. candles and all that kind Wand. of shit. Yeah, the same thing. You never know, other than like the flying car that comes in and. And shit like that, but the game—it's not like a Maserati or something, though. No, well, no <laughs> I mean, but like, still, like they didn't have cars in eighteen hundreds. Oh, they did in the eighteen hundreds. No, there's yes. A, when was the car invented? I don't think eighteen hundreds. Oh, definitely. Like if it was, it was like eighteen ninety nine, like right before nineteen hundred. Let's see, what year was the car? No, we're talking about like the like invented. the Model A, like the the real one, or like some eighteen eighty six. Eighteen eighty six. Carl Benz applied for a patent for his vehicle powered by a gas engine. Carl Benz is that like as in like Mercedes Benz? I have no clue. That's got to be there. I mean, what are the odds of another Benz? Yeah, Benz Patent Motor Company, model number one. Huh, I didn't realize that. Yep. Well, anyways, but this one, yeah, but you you can choose like your your house and stuff like that, which I'm already part of a house because I did the Harry Potter world way back when, and I have a house and I have a. Um, all that magical stuff. How's Ravenclaw, bitches? I don't know any of that. What <laughs> house would I be in, Aaron? I, it's all up to you. Oh, you get to choose? Well, no, you have to like answer all these questions. Oh. I mean, it's a gimmicky thing. It's like it, it's a thing for them to steal my information. Oh, that's what. Okay. It, that's what it is. Yeah, but, I got. I've got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like a Hufflepuff kind of guy. Hufflepuff is that a good thing? Bad thing? Yeah. Not a good thing. Why'd you put me in the Hufflepuff then? <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not Gryffindor. I mean, come on, let's get over it. What is Gryffindor? What's the difference? That's like King Supreme. It's like, um, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> Which one are the athletes in? Uh probably Gryffindor. See, or you could be an <laughs> asshole. You'd be Slytherin. What makes them assholes? Yeah, they're just like you know, Pompous, that's, that's where arrogant. That, yeah, that's that's where the Dark Lord comes from. And so honestly, like, I'm kind of surprised that's not mine. But I'm I'm Ravenclaw, yeah. Huh. But anyways, it's kind of hard to talk about this when you don't know what the I fuck have I'm no talking clue. about. None at all. So Hufflepuff sounds like all the fat kids. <laughs> <laughs> like what was that movie where all the kids had to go to fat camp? Wait, uh, heavyweights. Heavyweights. That with, was a great movie with uh, Ben Stiller. We need to watch that one. It's been forever since I've seen that. Oh yeah, it's Did been they, at least twenty. That's years. That's got. Uh, Keenan Thompson in it, doesn't it? Yeah. When he's a kid. He's a kid, yeah, oh for sure. Oh, God, he's been around for a long time. Well, yeah, Keenan and Kel were on Nickelodeon. Yeah, but... And they I, were young. And even before that, he was on Mighty Ducks. I mean, he was the one that had the knuckle puck. Yeah. I think he came in in D2. I don't remember. He was in one of them. Yeah, he But was. that's another classic. We need to just, like, go back and watch all the classics. You still have not seen Goonies, so we got to watch that. I, I got it on DVD. I haven't seen Goonies. we got to find a DVD player. I don't know where we're going to do that. The, but The PS5. Oh, yeah, the Xbox, PS5. Xbox, that That'll kind of, work. Yeah. We, and, we, and Mo has it, too. I just haven't seen it. But like, it's just, Bro, you got to watch Goonies. I know. Well, fine. You, it's so good. you got to watch the Harry Potters. And 
It's a little different. You're talking about 97 <laughs> hours of movie versus two hours. And Mark, what we need to do is we need to watch The Fucking Godfather with Mark. I still can't believe he's never seen The Godfather. That is pretty upsetting. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. But we need to get the the special edition release where they put everything in. Oh, that's, uh, a, that's a long-ass movie, it's man. It's like four hours, three and a half, four hours. Oh, that's right. Because they don't do three. I don't Yeah. No, the third one's not in that? No, because the third one is just like at the very, is like 30 years past later. Yeah. So it's at the very end. That doesn't jump So in. yeah, it is. It's the first two movies and they put it in uh, chronological order. Yeah. Which I've seen that on HBO. Which would be cool. That would be cool. I've never watched it that way. Oh, you never watched it that way? It's pretty, it pretty cool. So I was watching um, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to. It's called Thank the Maker. It's a Star Wars podcast. And one of their shows is, there's three of them, uh, three hosts. And they talk about how they think you should watch Star Wars. And they each had their own specific way on on how to watch it. Like one of the guys was like, watch it how they came out. One guy was watch it in, you know, chronological, chronological order. order. But then there was another one, which I've never heard before. I need, I forget the name of it. But you like, you kind of jump back and forth. Like you start a new hope and then you stop it at a certain spot and then you jump into like Phantom Menace or maybe vice versa, but like you stop a movie half, like right in the middle of something and then go to another movie and then go back and then go back and then you finish huh. it out. I would think chronological would make the most sense because it would explain the storyline. Yeah. And, and George Lucas has done enough changing where like, you know, at the end of um, Return of the Jedi, like it's, yeah. it's now like our Anakin as, yeah. as Hayden Christensen Hayden Christ- as Darth yeah. and not, some Vader, ran, not yeah. some rando dude that looks like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah. Like, I remember seeing that the first time or seeing it like the original. The original after the, all the other stuff, which I, which I already knew it changed, but then like you kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who's that dude? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is before any of the prequel stuff was, was, yeah. even, re- was even ready. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That'd be interesting to do. I know there's some theaters that have done the marathons like that. Um, so speaking of Lord of the Rings, whenever, um, what was the last one? Return of the King. When that came out in 2004, um, the rave down here did a showing where that was the midnight release. But before that, they played the other yeah. two movies. Mm-hmm. So in each one was like the three hour v- version. So it started at noon. No, it started, it started at, Two or one or two or three, something like that. I forget. They started early afternoon, watched. Um, you like the cable company. Started sometime between noon and nine p.m. <laughs> well, to, I'm trying to do the math backwards, but they. Well, if it's three hours a piece, that's and six they, hours. And they had an hour in between. Each. Okay, so you take. So I, that's that's eight hours. So yeah, so I guess it, so I guess it started around twelve minus eight is what. Aaron? So it started. So it started around <laughs> four. So it started around four o'clock. Um, and it was, and it was all the movies and man, like it was awesome, but that is, that was a chore. Yeah. Do. That's a, that would be, I don't think I could do it all at once like that. I mean, it's, it'd be tough, but look at the same thing. Like if, how, how many, how many shows have you like binge watched? Like you can't do two, three hour movies, but you can watch six episodes of something in a row. <laughs> the office. Like it's the same, or <laughs> that'd be 12, I guess. Probably more like eighteen. Yeah, it's like a full season in one in one sitting. Like I don't I don't do that that often. Uh, when I was on the road, 
There would be an occasional weekend where I wouldn't leave the house, but maybe to go get food or something. Um, I could probably do it then, right? See, that's why I enjoy like what um, Disney Plus is doing with Andor. Like rather than dropping them all at one time, Man, I gotta catch up on that. It, it it allows me to watch one a week and then like talk to buddies about the past episode because yeah. like, if they just drop all at one time, I'll sit and fucking watch every single one of them at one time. I feel like you miss some things if you do that. Yeah, you're just you're too much too much stuff. too much. Yeah, it's just information overload. And like w- with that, like I'm usually watching those episodes multiple times a week just to There's people that do that with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which I'm so far behind on on House of Dragon. I think I'm two episodes behind now. Yeah, I th- we're... Maybe three. The, I think I'm two. The seri- the season finale came out this past week, right? Yes. So we are like five... Was it was it ten episodes? Um, Eight? Eight to I ten. I don't know. We're, we're a solid at least... Well, so we were three behind when you and I were watching it together. Okay, so... And Kaylee and I watched two episodes. So, we're, so you're... Th- we're four behind. Four or five behind. You're yeah. four episodes behind. Because yeah. I think I'm two episodes behind. Maybe that's what I'll do Saturday. Just binge all that stuff. And Well, if there's no geese, I may be doing that as well. Well, if there's no <laughs> geese, I'm going to play golf. <laughs> it's supposed to rain. It's like 90% chance of rain Saturday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Well, I, my Sundays are are soon going to be available. Okay. So the, the second week of November is, is when I'll be available. So we'll do that. But uh, no, like watching if watching shows that come out on a weekly basis, I've come to enjoy more just because like yeah. with with the uh, the Think the Maker podcast, you know, they come out on Thursday morning or Wednesday night or whatever, and they talk about the episode. So I have to make sure I listen, watch that episode first and then they talk about it, what they like with it, shit like that. And it's like, oh, I, I enjoy more stuff like that rather than just binging it all at one time. Let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten um uh, an actor or actress has done a character so well that you cannot... Oh, they're typecast? Is that... Well, no. Like, you cannot see them as not that character, right? You see them in something yeah. else, and you're like, I don't like that person. That is why I can't watch uh, Ozark. Why? Uh, because of uh, um, the guy from Arrested Development. Um, you can't take him seriously? Yeah, like, it's because I've only known him as a comedic actor, and then see him in, mm. seeing him as, as his drama role... Almost kind of the same thing with Brian Cranston. Like I've never been able to get into Breaking Bad, just mm. because to me he's still man. Breaking Bad is so good. Like, I just couldn't get into it. I just yeah. there was something about it. But like, I meant more of like, um, do you have a negative outlook of someone because of a character that they played? Oh, like I hate that character so much. Correct. Oh man, that is a good one. Um, he's not in anything, but like Joffrey, if yeah. he if he ever played anything else ever again, yeah, or. No, going back to like who's the guy with the dogs? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, not Reek. He's at Ramsey's. Yeah, yeah. Who man? So, yeah, that dude played that character so well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Um, I guess, I guess something like that. I can't really think anybody. But for well, me, it's, it's more of like because they they did such a good job as a right. character, like Jim. Like from the office, like his name's not Jim, but yeah, he's Jim. Like even right. when he's gonna be in Fantastic Four, be like, oh fuck, it's Jim. Yeah, well, he did the the uh, military movie. I don't remember the name of it now. Mm. Where he played the Marine or Navy SEAL or whatever he was. Yeah, 
Really good, really good movie. Well, it's like he was all. He also plays. Um, he's in the Tom Clancy show. Yeah, I watched that. That like, was really good too. Like that. That one, I I kind of distanced. I distanced. Re- Jack Reacher. Or? Yeah. No. Um, no, that's the other one. That was the Tom Cruise one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Ryan. Ryan. Something Ryan. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, he does a really good job in those films. You, one that kind of just barely skirts by is in House of Dragons now is Matt Smith. Because like to yeah, me, you were telling me that to me he's Doctor, you know he's he's the he's the eleventh uh, Doctor, and so it's just weird seeing him play a role where he's the antihero and kind of a dick. How many Doctors were there? Uh, there's thirteen right now, technically thirteen, but more, fourteen if you count the War Doctor, which that's kind of me. But so was that intentional? They wanted that many, or is it so, just like so when the show originally came out? In the 60s, um, the first Doctor, he was pretty old. Um, and so they knew they didn't, he, they didn't have a lot of time. time. Um, so it kind of just happened where they, they're like, you know what? All right. They're just making up as they go so he can regenerate and become a whole new person. So when it goes from the first Doctor to the second Doctor, he, the second Doctor was still fairly old, but not nearly as old. So as, they play it into the story. Oh yeah. Yeah. They play okay. it in. Yeah. So it, that's it's interesting. Yeah. So they, so every, like the, like the, the doctor that's right now, it's the first female doctor. Um, and then it's rumors are actually out that it's going to be David Tennant again, which I'd like to see if that happens because like it's, it's crazy. Like I'm a huge Whovian and all this kind of shit, but like there's kind of like from Whoville. From Whoville, um, <laughs> from uh, there's like all these little Easter eggs saying like, you know, you'll meet your you see, like the doctors kind of meet each other at one point. Oh, really? And it, and it, but like, I thought they're different. They're the same person. Yeah, but like it's it's timely, wimely. Is it different dimensions. Yeah, it's like imagine like the, uh, the 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 not metaverse, but the the Marvel universe. Like it's just kind of multiverse. The multiverse, like sh- shit, like that happens. So it's not the same person then. So it is the same person, but just different timelines, and it's, it it gets crazy. It's too much to get into. It makes sense. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> um, That's but, terrible writing. But like, no, it's actually really good writing. <laughs> well, I say that uh, when Stephen Moffat left, it did kind of get a little crazy. But Stephen Moffat is coming back, which he, he to you that's just a name. But yeah, I have no idea who that is. He's the one that really brought back. So like, Doctor Who was gone for a couple decades. Um, there was a there's a made for TV movie that came out like in the mid nineties. And then it really came back. And I think in like Oh five or Oh six with Christopher Eccleston playing the ninth doctor. And then that's when it really picked back up. Okay. And now they're on the 13th with his Jody, Jody Whitaker, I think is who's playing it now. So I don't know. It's crazy, but there's a bunch of shit. I, yeah, I'm a big doctor who fan. So have you watched any of the Dahmer series? I've watched the first two or three episodes. I and, watched the first one, and it's I've, I, yeah, we've done two or three. So that was actually something I, th- I was thinking about today uh, that I want to talk about. Like we're kind of seeing a resurgence of like a sexual exploitation of like serial killers again. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like they're casting them as really good looking. Well, I mean, men. I mean, I mean, um, Dahmer. Who not Dahmer? Who is the other guy who? Um, uh, oh gosh, I know who you're talking about. But like, he was an attractive guy. Yeah. But you. But um, what I'm saying, like, hang on, what's his name? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, like, in the, in the, 
U.S. Let's just say U.S. It's worldwide, but like people are like going to be dressing up like him as Halloween characters and stuff like that. Now, people are going to dress up like Jason and Michael and all that kind of shit too. But like those are like there's, those are fake characters. But like dressing up as an actual serial killer, like and fetishizing like this, it's like that's different. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, um, and I agree with you because you don't want to. Um like those, like that dude actually killed people, and ate and people. ate and ate people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and like the fa- and like yeah, I think there's there's family members that are upset with what Netflix is doing. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like yeah, it's kinda- so that's the big argument because you're you're drawing so much attention to them, you're almost like praising them or uh, uh. Instead of infamy, it's it's fame, right? I mean, that's why. I mean, that's why I'll stick with fetishizing. Kind of like it's just. However, um, there are an entire generation of people that have no clue who Jeffrey Dahmer was. True. So how do you, in in an era that we're in now, where Netflix or or I should say streaming services rule the TV, how do you tell that story and and capture as many people as possible to to tell that story? Well, I mean, without doing that. I mean, I would say just in documentary form, you could do that, which yeah, which is done. Like it's the, just harder to get people to watch it. Like the Dahmer tapes, have you seen that? Yeah. So like I that, haven't watched it, but so yeah. that actually has like the actual yeah, the interviews, and the stuff. lawyers, the tapes, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's not a dramatization; that's real. But you just don't get millions of people to watch that, right? And it's all about money. Oh, right? I, that's where the entire thing. <laughs> Starts at the, is, at the very is, end of everything, it all comes down yeah. to corporate greed. That's the right. only thing that matters. Um, but you've got shows like um, Mind Hunter. Did you watch that one? Uh, I've seen a few. So that one tells the story of how the FBI uh, created the serial killer profile yeah. program um, and actually coined the term serial killer. Yeah. Um, so, and that one has multiple. Uh, they they bring actors in to play yeah. multiple different serial killers. They did Ed Kemper, who's one of the most famous. Yeah. Um, they did. Uh, oh, what's his name? Guy out of California. And they did like the Night Stalker, didn't they? Or is that that's? I guess that was more in the seventies. This was Night Stalker is more eighties. Um, out in L.A. Golly, what's his name? No, the big one, uh, Manson. Oh, yeah. They did Charles Manson oh. in one of the episodes. To be fair, he never killed anybody. Well, I'm just saying. Kinda. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. But, like, it's oh. a, it, but it, the whole thing is telling the story of the FBI without necessarily going into the serial killers, although there are some that they are they, they catch, right? They, they show you how they came up with the program yeah. and created the curriculum and yeah. how they train other uh, FBI agents to to run these things. Well, okay, what about this? What about um, okay, you have you have the Dahmer one like that that is a dramatization of all that right. kind of stuff. But then you also have like Narcos that goes into yeah. the Escobar Pablo and, and all that kind of stuff the like Cali Cartel. Like it do you I mean, those guys were just as ruthless as Probably ruthless worse. or even worse. But like is it different? I mean, where's but there's I mean, there's a distinct difference. Is it because they weren't eaten and brutalized and just reg- and just regularly killed? Or I don't know. I mean, 
you know, it, any uh, true crime podcast or TV show or any of that, I mean, they're basically, that's what they're doing, right, mm-hmm. is is uh, taking the content and turning it into money. I never would have guessed 10 years ago that the true crime podcast would blow up like how it is. No, I, I could see it. Um, when you look at how popular shows like NCIS and CSI and, and Law and & Order have been and been on for ever and ever and ever at this point, right? Yeah. You see that. Um, I mean, original CSI was early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, you're talking 20 years, right? Yeah. Law and Order's been on oh, yeah. way Dun-dun. longer than that. Right, yeah. <laughs> so that, to me, showed the sign that we're going that direction, right? Um, so that, I, I can see that. So a, uh, a buddy of mine lives overseas, and uh, he was telling me, and we kind of got in a debate one time, how, like, people here in the States will lose their shit if they see a titty. On TV, on that, on like regular TV, like look yeah. at like look at what happened to Janet Jackson, kind of stuff. People lose yeah. their fucking mind over yeah. that. But at the same time, like they show they show nudity on BBC and stuff like that. But over here, like you can actually have a like CSI or whatever, like an actual people stabbing and being like like shit sliced and yeah. on regular TV, and like people don't bat an eye. But you see a fucking boob, yeah, and it's like the world is ending. But it's, it's so well, crazy. think about it even from the standpoint of, you look at like a show like Game of Thrones, right? There's a lot of boobs in that. Boobs and dragons. Boobs and dragons, Boobs right? and dragons, yeah. But if they show a penis, like that's a big deal. There, I was, so I was actually going to, this year, there has been an uptick in like, in yeah. Wang. On, yeah, for sure. Which is, I mean. It's it, going that direction, right? I, it doesn't. And I don't necessarily know that that's a good thing. I'm not saying that, but it's just interesting the double standard of, well, we can show boobs, but we can't show penises. Yeah. But you don't see vaginas on, yeah, no, on it's anything, usually, it's right? They, they will not show that. <laughs> no, no, it's not on not on. So HBO. what's the difference in in see, showing a vagina and a penis? But at also, point, at the same right? time, for me, is, okay, why do they show that stuff on HBO? Because you pay for it, correct? Yeah. You got to do that for, for cable. Cable is something you pay for. Cable is not free. Yeah. If you want to show that on which you kind of, which on. You get, you get more controversial content on cable than you do network on, television. On now, like on FX, we love um, what we do in the shadows. That's yeah. a, just a basic cable show, but they're just dirty and yeah. raunchy on that show. <laughs> that show is awesome. And they, it's, oh, it is awesome. Love that show. So glad you, I turned y'all onto that one because yeah. it's so good. But like. It, it, to me, it, it's kind of like another double standard. Like, you're paying for cable for that. Cable is not... I mean, if you want just your basic, get your get your bunny ears. I guess they don't have bunny ears anymore. It's just like a, a flat piece of plastic that you slap onto the wall. Yeah, it's a digital antenna. But even then, like, it, you still get, like, 20 channels. But that's a true free channel. Cable... But it's just interesting to me that certain things are okay and certain things are not, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, and it, I think it comes down to culturally and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And I'm not sure that, um, I don't know that showing that stuff is necessarily a positive thing. I don't think it is, right? There's nothing positive about showing nudity on regular television. Uh, on Because reg- you can't censor your children from regular television. Sure you can. No. You can censor them from cable. Oh, no, no, no. You can censor no, them no, from no, no, streaming no, no. services. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. But um, on, like, regular television, regular you cannot TV, censor no. your children from on that. On cable, that is a 
Right. Nobody gets cable for free kind of thing. Right. It's You're not paying an, for that. An, an over-the-air signal. It's not an right. over-the-air signal. Yeah. So, um... It, but it's kind of like, uh, like FM, AM, over-the-air. I have Sirius, and you can do whatever the fuck you want on Sirius. Yeah. I mean, here, I literally just said fuck. I mean... Right. Where's the where's the line draw? Because yeah, it's just interesting how I they mean, is distinguish this, those things. I guess on like on I listen to all my shows on Spotify. That's a paid service, as opposed to there's other free services. But I guess because since we since I label everything explicit, does that I mean that might change? Like even on shows that we might not even I say we. It's always me. That drops something, I still put that E on there just, yeah. just to set, almost to set a standard. Yeah, I think it makes sense. It's adult content. Yeah. This is not intended for children. We smoke cigars, we drink whiskey. It's, it's a beer. 21 and up. It's a 21 thing. and up show. Yeah. <laughs> but but what's, you know what's crazy is that when we started the show, this was an 18, yeah. an 18 show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm of the viewpoint, if you're considered an adult at 18 years old and you can do Basically anything but rent a car mm-hmm. at 18 years old, which I think is absurd. But well, It's absurd you can't do that at 21 either. Yeah, what is it, 23 now yeah, think, or something? Uh, I, it was 25. I think I it's 23. But, um, you know, it, it's, you're 18 years old. You're considered an adult. You can be tried as an adult. You can sign up for the military. You can vote. You should have every right yeah. of an adult. Now, I'm okay if they want to move all that to 21. I'm okay with that. But yeah. you got to set it somewhere. You can't say, well, this is okay for an 18-year-old, but not okay. Or this is not okay for, for an 18-year-old, right? Yeah. You can't say that you're an adult at 18, but you don't have all your rights. If they didn't if they didn't push back, this is, we're going to tread into some territory that some people might not like. If they didn't push back the tobacco to 21, it was still 18. Let's just specifically say for Arkansas. We have issue four on the ballot for, um, for uh, cannabis, yep. for legalized cannabis. Yeah. Do you think that would start at eighteen or twenty one? It's it's got to start at twenty one. I mean, but but if smoking was never pushed back to to twenty one, uh, then it would be eighteen. Yeah. You think it would see? I think it would be twenty one. Possibly. I that I think it would be, in the state of Arkansas, probably. Which I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. At the same time, like I said, I think it should all be eighteen or it should all be twenty one. Yeah. Like you got to set a standard. You cannot do these like different gauges based on the on what it is yeah I mean, it's not fair yeah um so you got to pick one yeah so my opinion i think i think I it's think, a messed up system. i think 18 18 across the board because think of it how many other countries have in germany yeah France, but Italy, i mean you got to think like you drink it think about when 15. you were 18 years old and the decisions that you made at 18 years old i'm i'm a, i i'll push back on that to the caveat because i moved out at 17 and i still like moving I, out is one thing no right? but i mean i had a full-time job i had on my shoulders married at 19 but you can't tell me you didn't make some dumbass decisions at 18 years old i got married at 19 that's the biggest dumbass decision ever done. <laughs> um <laughs> No, but I yes, I I see that. But at the same time, like how many twenty-one-year-olds are in college? Truthfully, a seniors. Yeah, I mean you have a handful that are. But how many fucking rager parties? I never went to college, so how many people in college are under twenty-one but still drink all the time? Like it just yeah, it doesn't matter. I see what you're saying. Um, like it doesn't stop anything. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing that point. I just think you need to pick one, and and that needs to be the I, age yeah. for all of it. I go 18. I mean, just you gotta 
be. I'm okay with that. Yeah, if you can be an adult and vote and be tried, like you said, yeah. you can be an adult and like, hey, you know, they're what? trying Maybe to I let people drink. start to vote at 16. <sighs> See, that's a bad decision. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like 16 year olds do not know how the world works. It's kind of, well, 18 year olds really don't know how the world works. I would argue. I would argue half. The, I mean, a lot of fucking people that are older in the 60s. You're right. Don't know how it works. <laughs> You're but, right. But it's kind of like how we talked a couple a couple weeks ago, like. You know, should 65-year-olds be retested on how to drive? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, like, what's what's Arkansas uh, driving permit? Like, 14? Like, th- to me, that's... You can get a hardship. You can get a hardship, I think, at 14 or 15 now. I mean, that's fucking crazy. I think like, it's probably 14. Like, to me, that's nuts. Like, you're driving a death machine... At 14 At years old. 14 years old. Yeah, but you got to think about it. In the really rural areas of Arkansas, there are kids that are working full-time jobs at oh, 14 years yeah. old. Yeah, no, I understand that. But, like, drive a tractor. Ride the mule. <laughs> what? <laughs> Take the donkey. Come on. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> yes. But then, at the same time, you know, you got to have it across the board. The same people that are in Bentonville or downtown Little Rock or whatever. I mean, still 14. Can you imagine being 14 and driving that in, like... The, the the weird chicane thing we have at, at Colonel or at uh, Cantrell right now. Like, I'm 38 yeah. and I can't drive it because it's so fucked up. You don't right. know where the lane is. Well, technically, that that permit basically only allows you to go to work and back. Well, I mean, you get, we work on Cantrell. I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's just weird. Like, it's like I would much rather I would much rather somebody vote at 16 than drive fucking Cantrell at 14. Like if I had uh, my, I don't think either should be allowed. If I if I if I had my choice, <laughs> I don't think either should be okay. If there was a fourteen year old uh, like driving to <laughs> to the pole, like fuck that. You probably shouldn't get your license until you're eighteen. <laughs> it should be permit at sixteen, license at eighteen. Oh, that's that's rough there though. He's like, why? I, I graduated. I like most people graduate high school at eighteen. Yeah, if you graduate, I graduated. Okay, I was young. Permit at sixteen. If you graduate early, you can get an exemption and get your license. Yeah. I'll give you that. But it should be 16 and 18 for a license. Yeah, 16. I mean, having a 14, like, what would, what's the youngest you remember driving? Like by myself? Uh, no, like with a parent. Like they are, you're, you're in the middle of BFE and they're like, and you're like, yeah, hey, I mean, I my drive? dad used to let me do that at a pretty young age because he wanted you to know how to do it in case something happened. Like nine, 10. Probably yeah, 11, 10, 11. So I, th- I remember I was twelve, and we were, we were. So this was back when we still lived in Kansas City, but we came to Arkansas for a family reunion. So this would be in Dog Patch, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like if you if you're from Arkansas and you don't know where Dog Patch is, yeah. Like imagine the rest of the nation doesn't know where fucking Dog Patch, Arkansas. Yeah, is. for sure. Like it's a middle. Go to the middle of nowhere, turn left, and then keep, keep going. going. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like how how I have people in my family that live that far deep in the woods of Arkansas is fucking amazing to me. Yeah, but I was twelve, and I remember it was, it was my it was our minivan. So it was a it was a, a cherry red Nissan Quest minivan. Ooh, ooh, man, that's a pimp mobile so right I, there. So it was like twelve. <laughs> so I did my license test on the Nissan Quest. At sixteen, I believe, is that when you get your full license? And I, my, now yeah. my numbers are all 16. mixed up. Okay, yeah. so fifteen. Fifteen is when I got it because I could take for Bryant. You can go to school and to work 
at 15 yeah. with your hardship, hardship or whatever. Yeah. So I remember I had to go to where Edwards is. It used to be a Foster's grocery store, and we lived on the back side so I could drive that way. And I remember taking – sorry, Mom. You're, I remember taking the van and, like, whipping that bitch as hard sideways as I could, <laughs> making the – Making the tire squeal and stuff. And that's why you should not be voting until you're 18. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. My dad, he used to take us to parking lots and like teach us how to drive. I mean, he taught me how to drive a standard at 14, probably. See, that's, one, that's one thing I can do. I will admit, I, I can't. You don't learn. know how to drive a standard? I never learned. I, so yeah. my, my, my girlfriend in college owned a, a, a Volkswagen Beetle. And she had one, and she tried to teach me. I just couldn't do it. Um, but like, motor- you can ride a motorcycle. But yeah, that's the thing. But motorcycle, and you have to use all your extremities. I have no issue with that. It's so weird. Huh. I don't know why it is. Well, it's a different sensation with the clutch in a car versus with a bike. Yeah. Because um, you have a lot less feeling with your feet than you do with your hand on a clutch yeah. on a bike. You and know? I, I mean, I've tried a few other times. Um, like, you just can't. I don't have a standard, so I I can't teach you how to do it, or yeah. I would. But <laughs> uh, we were we were going somewhere not too long ago, and uh, we we valeted, and uh, on the valet sign it said no uh, no standards. Yeah. Um. So I was like, wow. Even, <laughs> I mean, honestly, well, you have to special order something yeah. with a, a manual transmission now. Yeah. You cannot get one, like, and you it, have to special honestly, order it. It usually costs a little bit more now. Yeah, it's like a thousand dollars more. Whereas it used to be like three thousand dollars cheaper. Well, because they've gotten so good with those, um, even the paddle shifters have the electronic transmissions. Uh huh. They're so fast. You yeah. cannot physically shift a car as fast as that car can shift itself. Oh, or as efficiently. I mean, I, I mean, even a race car driver that like does it for a living, they cannot shift. As fast as an electronic transmission. So on, on a lot of like the F1 cars now, they'll shift up, but it shifts down for you. Yeah. So like my Outback. They don't it, have a clutch, right? I uh, don't believe so. I don't think they do. Um, so like like my Outback has the paddle shifters. Yeah. I mean, I'll play with that and everything. And it, you shift up, but it shifts down for you. So huh. it's, yeah, it's the same way. Yeah. I mean, technology has gotten so good with that stuff. Like. There's no way a human can be faster than that thing. Oh, it's it's unreal. Yeah, just how they have it tuned and everything. That's what's that's what's always so crazy. The weird trend now. Okay, what was we're we're going around in circles tonight. It's, yeah, we are. It's throwing me back. What was the <laughs> what was the vehicle trend? Because we're a little bit we're I'm a little older than, older than you. What was the vehicle trend in your high school days? Well, I went to a really small town high school. So pickup trucks were yeah the thing, but like slammed, raised, uh, a little bit of both. You had uh, like the skater and emo guys all wanted theirs lowered and uh-huh. and bagged, and um, and then you had the the redneck guys that all wanted them jacked up. And so I I I went to school at the time of slam trucks. I had a slam truck, yeah, uh, Corvette lights on the backside, stuff like that. Have you seen the the crazy ass trend that's going around now? I mean, hell, it's right in our own the Florida lean, the the like it looks yeah. like a dog taking a shit. Yeah, the Florida lean. Like, is that what it that's is? What they call that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like so stupid. It's like how the fuck do you see it's over that? Idiotic. Oh, and their headlights point straight up. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Like, I kind of want to sit in one just to see what they need they to make see. that illegal. I mean, 
Like it's good. It's like, idiotic. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. I mean, do what you want with your money. I don't give a shit. No, but like, not that. You look. Stupid. <laughs> don't do that. You look stupid. <laughs> like you're that 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 truck is going to eat the ass end of some like little little like Volkswagen Golf, and it's going to look like this truck is mounting another car to. I saw make a, a little uh, bug. I saw a Facebook reel the other day. It was like, you know, guys guys say if you have a jacked up truck, you must have a small penis. He's like, yeah, Kevin, it's better to have a jacked up truck and a small penis than a small penis and a Kia Sorento. <laughs> I was like, that guy's got a point. So, so, so if you have a truck like that, do you have like just big balls? I don't, I don't <laughs> That's why know. it's weighted down. They got those truck nuts now. Oh my god, they'd be dragging on the ground on those things. Have you, <laughs> how much money would it take for you to to put a pair of truck nuts on your Jeep? Whoo, man, it would take a lot. If I buy you a pair of truck nuts, will we put on your Jeep? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely They'll not. They'll be the same color blue. No. <laughs> I don't care. You know what's even worse? Like, I don't... The truck nuts is stupid. But, like, if you're going to do that, at least make them chrome. Don't make them flesh color. Like, that's, yeah. that's gross. Yeah. I'm not doing either, so... <laughs> I will never drive a vehicle with those on them. I wonder how much the guy who created truck nuts, I like, I wonder how much money he's made. Oh, a fortune. Like a fortune off something well, so rednecks. stupid. And just yeah. like, if anything, I would buy the bumper dumper. Have you seen that thing? Oh yeah. Now that, that could, makes so much sense. Especially like in the woods or on a yes. construction site or something like that. For sure. So they make something kind of like that where it goes over a five gallon bucket. Yeah. And that'd be perfect for construction. So if you guys sites. don't know what we're talking about, it's a uh it's an attachment that goes into your bumper hitch that has a toilet on it, basically. It's a toilet seat. Toilet yeah. seat, yeah. So you can sit down and take shit in the woods <laughs> or wherever you need to. So we were watching <laughs> Genius a, Invention. We were watching Top Gear, the good one, the BBC version, and they were in like in the uh Arctic doing that one time and they had a bumper dumper oh, on God. it and uh, <laughs> like freeze to the toilet seat. And they took off while he was still on it. <laughs> <laughs> like I would def- that is awesome like if we were out somewhere and one of us was on that the other one would definitely drive <laughs> off so I have a buddy that uh, he was headed out deer hunting and uh, he was hunting in a public area and you know you don't see many cars out in that area very often um, but so he decided like he had to take a shit so he just like leans over the side of the bed he gets in the bed and he's like leaning over the side and he's taking. Oh, you mean dump. like the bed of the truck? Not bed like, of the truck. Not like yeah. the sleeping bed. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Who has a bed in their car? I mean, I I could put one in my car. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyways, it's in a truck. He's in the bed of the truck. Yeah. He's he's kind of squatted over the side of the truck, and sure enough, oh. somebody else is coming out there hunting and goes <laughs> right at him, and their headlights are just shining right on him, <laughs> like uh, mid dump. There's no oh, stopping it. God. No acting like you're not doing it. Like just just looking down Main Street, bare ass. <laughs> Just coming right at him. <laughs> uh, oh, so okay. So here's a here's a fun story. Uh, since we're being all vulnerable and talking about bare ass and stuff. So Wednesday, uh, I told everybody that I had my appointment to oh, yeah. go get the thing. So uh, we're sitting there. Nurse comes in, does her thing. Me and Mo are sitting next to each other. We're talking. She's like, "All right, the doctor will be back here in a second. I'm like, "All right, cool, thanks." So we're just talking. Hear the door open up, and my worst fear mm-hmm. came to fruition it was a regular at the lounge which i was not expecting (laughs) and i was like oh my god (laughs) like yep i couldn't remember his name but then when i saw like his name tag or badge like all right that's right and he was like so how you doing i'm like that's good so i just get up there and 
He's like, all right, let's drop the pants. So I dropped down and I, I Superman posed pretty much had my hands on my hips, uh, legs spread. And I That's just, great. And, I, and I just like look back and look at Mo and she's like, she's covering a laugh and I'm, I'm covering a laugh. And but at the same time, like I can't laugh because then like I start like jiggling and it doesn't work. And oh then, my God. That's so great. I mean, he's just down there and he's like, all right, here we go. And I was like, all right, thanks. And I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna. I need to give him a nice little discount the next time he yeah. comes in. And uh, well, whatever you need to do, buddy. Yeah, but I, I, man, I wish I wish you could have been in my head when that door opened up because in my head I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Like it's ugh, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fun times. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you can't write that, you know. No, I mean, but the hardest thing was like trying to suppress a laugh. <laughs> Is the hardest while thing. While some other guys holding your nuts. While while my clackers are being squeezed, and uh, and it just like yeah, it's so. See, so I go see a doctor that comes to the lounge, and and well, it's your doctor, my, my doctor. Yeah, it's for my diabetes. Yeah, um, but well, I don't have diabetes. But somebody else was was talking about like uh, they gave him a physical, and like I don't know that I want to know my doctor outside of the doctor's office for that type of stuff, right? <sighs> I, I, I don't mind it. I wouldn't, I didn't mind it. I'm comfortable with my body. Who gives a shit? I don't matter. Evidently have a a thick sack. So that was nice to know. Um, But like, I think I would have wanted a heads up. Boy, this is an episode here, boys. (laughs) I would have wanted a heads up. What an episode. (laughs) So, (laughs) so when I got up, whenever we're leaving, and she Mo even Mo sitting out here side outside in here now, so she's probably getting embarrassed as well. She's like, "What'd you do before you, when you got up?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "You wouldn't only like this." I was like, "Oh, I fluffed." <laughs> like, <laughs> like every guy fluffs. <laughs> oh Lord! She could give it a little attention, and wake it up, you know, a little, like, a little smack. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, come on. Yeah. No, but I, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Uh, um, I I think, oh, I, think I would have rather have known. Which everybody was like, "Oh yeah, him." Like, yeah, he's a great doctor. I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah." If you had known ahead of time, yeah, probably would have been a little easier. I, mean, to I was already, I was already nervous. I mean, yeah. it's like a big thing, and then it's just like, like okay, like I wasn't expecting you, but it's cool. Yeah, like so this kind of leads into my joke. Um, that I'm not sure is going to make the cut here, but uh, <laughs> let me, me timestamp this. Yeah, we'll let we'll let you, let you make the call here, Mo. Let, let it marinate. <laughs> so I heard this joke today, Matt McNeely. Thank you for telling me this joke. It's okay. it's wonderful. Okay. So um, this penguin, he's driving his car. Oh, I know this one. You know this one? Yep. All right. So penguin's driving his car. Mo, have you heard this one? So car starts acting up. So he he drives it to a shop, pulls in. You know, ask the mechanic, hey, take a look at it for me. Let me know what's going on. Right. So. They're in like Arizona. It's hot. So he, the penguin, he's not used to this hot weather. So he goes and finds an ice cream shop, right? Well, he's got a beak. He doesn't have a regular mouth. So like he's trying to eat his ice cream and it's, it's just kind of messy going everywhere. Right? So he walks back over, he finishes up, walks back over to the mechanic. Mechanic goes, well, it looks like you blew a seal. And he goes, no, I just had some ice cream. Let's <laughs> <laughs> staying in there. That's a good joke. That's a good one. You remember how I told you I know long form jokes? That's one of the jokes that's I know. A, yeah, that's one of the good ones. It's a little differently, guy. I've always I've always told it that he was hanging out in the uh, in the ice with an ice cream cone. Mm. 
Yeah, and the and, well, the, and man and the mechanic comes to him. He's like, "Oh, it looks like you blew a seal." He's like, "Oh no, man, it's just it's just it's ice just cream." Ice cream. <laughs> that's a good. That's a high quality joke. That's a great joke. I mean, that's, that's not one of the best ones I've heard in a long time. I mean, that's not a laffy taffy joke, but that's a high quality. That's joke. That's a good one. Yeah. So how's your cigar, Aaron? Uh, I'm, it's lovely. Like, who knew that these just need to sit for another year? <laughs> you didn't like it originally. Oh, oh you no, probably no. didn't have it originally. Um, so I had the skinny monster. It's still not the original, though. No, so I never had the... So, okay, so that's one thing. The Monster Mash, are these the original sizes? Because I've only ever had the Pudgies and the Skinnies, but I've never yeah. had... So those are the original sizes, I believe. Um, I couldn't even tell you when the first one came out. It had to be maybe 2006, 2007. Um, I mean, you could probably backtrack it, but... Yeah, so, um, the, so the Chuck and the Tiff were the last... Were the last... Um, like regular release regular monsters, release. and then the creature came out in this one. But I don't, yeah. I don't know if they consider that one of the one of the unlucky thirteens. Um, so yeah, I guess it's like. But I I had the uh, the redo the one the first one I remember is the um, uh, the Freddy, I believe. Okay, the Freddy, which that was a nice spicy one. I remember that one, but like the Karloff, the Karloff. Isn't in this one, is it? No. No, it came out after that. So it came out after this? Yeah. Okay. So that originally came out so is that uh, 2019. Is this two year old? 2018. No. Um, that was a, a. They did them again. Okay. For the, okay. So yeah. So that's yeah. the thing. That was, this was last year's. Yeah. Okay. And we actually still have some of those at the shop if you guys are local and you want to pick up. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. We still have a couple um, in Conway. Um, I need to take a couple of little rock. Well, they're out of the others, but it'd still be cool to have a couple there. Yeah, on Halloween and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, so I we'll mean, take no, a couple up there to Little Rock. No, I, in fact, this one, I'll look up the blend on this just because it is it is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, so I still have a couple of those from the redo um, in my humidor. And then uh, I've got the, the Drac redo um, box, which if you want to split that, we can do that. But What am I doing, the Frank? Is that what I'm doing? Yes. I'm yeah, the, the Frank. Frank. Uh, so let's see. This one is uh, da, 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 da. good lord. Um, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. So it makes sense. It's right in my wheelhouse. Yep. And you're doing the, uh, the the wolf. The wolf. Yep. Let's see what that one is. I remember it was either the wolf or the mummy. I didn't really care for, and I think it was the mummy. Well, this one I'm really enjoying. I am drinking some whiskey, so maybe that's helping, but um, <laughs> this thing is really good. And I am like, uh, I'm whiskeyed out. Let me tell you that. Yeah. For the... Uh, well, you don't drink much whiskey anyway. No. I don't drink that often anymore, um, but I love just sit down and have a glass of bourbon every once in a while. So I will... So the uh, One of the whiskeys we had, I think it was called Low and Slow, Um but it's like a... Uh, I don't know that one. But it was like a... Um, uh, man, what's that? Uh, it was like an old-fashioned. A pre-made old-fashioned. It's pretty good. Um, so the Wolf is um, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. Yeah, it makes sense. It it tastes like a Sumatra. Yeah. I, I could have guessed that one. So Yeah, so it, it's it, good. So it was the, the mummy that I wasn't a fan of. The one I... I think my favorite, though, that I remember, especially of the skinnies, was the uh, uh, the, the Jekyll... The, the the lime green one, yeah, I believe. I think my favorite of all of them have been 
or or is probably the Jason. Oh, the Jason um, one is good. Yeah, it's so good. Or the uh, the Chuck. The Chuck was nice as well. See, yeah, I was okay with the Chuck. It wasn't wasn't my favorite, but it was good. You have one of the actual dress boxes, don't you? I have the you have the Jason. Right? I have the Jason. I have the Jekyll. I have a Karloff. All of the originals, um, and I actually have an original Jason that I got from somebody recently. What, like one of the hundred and six, one, one of the six hundred sixty-six boxes? Yeah, the original. Okay, I've um, got uh, I've got the Frank redo box. Yeah, and I've got I've got something else. I forget what I got. I think it's a Chuck. Is that the puzzle piece one? Yeah, yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Those things go for crazy amounts of oh. money now. The originals, if you still have a sealed box, especially I mean, yeah, especially with cigars in it, unreal. That's thousands of dollars. Unreal. It's crazy. Like. They're good cigars. I mean, I understand why people pay for them, but I mean, no telling what I just opened up. I mean, this that could have been. I mean, in a couple of years. I mean, honestly, like yeah, maybe it's hard to say with those. I don't even remember what MSRP on this was. I don't. I couldn't tell you. One hundred fifty bucks, maybe something like that. Probably somewhere around there. Yeah, and yeah, sit on it for four years or so. You can double yeah. your money. I still probably have a half a box of the Frank Redux in my humidor. I mean, the Frank Redux. Don't don't start with me. Don't start with me. <laughs> it's the uh, <coughs> you got to put that Cajun that Cajun twist on there, you know, the way they spell it. So tonight I'm drinking um, TX blended whiskey. This is the first time I've ever had this before. I've had that before. Um, Not bad. What am I doing? I'm doing a Lost 40 Day Drinker. Ooh, a Day Drinker, huh? Yeah. It's not daytime, though. I know, but this is the... Uh, <laughs> I had this... It's the Bud I, Light of Lost 40. It is. Um, I had this or a double double milk stout, and I was like, I'm not feeling that right now. That's all I had. I was. I meant to... We went and got Jersey Mike's for dinner tonight. I meant to stop by and get some Oktoberfest. Is So we did the pairing at uh, Stone's Throw? Yeah. We did one of their Oktoberfest. Yeah. Oh, man. Good? So good. You missed out on that one. I know. Unfortunately, I had to work. But I, I think d- the next one we're going to do at the shop. Awesome. That'd be good. Um, uh, but I did hear, I did hear through the grapevine that Ian might be maybe coming out with the world's best beer ever known to man. So I asked uh, Megan about that, and she couldn't remember what it was, so she went in and asked Ian about it. And um, they think they know what it was. And I asked her if they could do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that, yeah, they probably could. Um, the only thing that's different is the chocolate that they got was from Izzard, and I don't believe they're around anymore. Well, I mean, they can so make you it. Get, you, can get mo- you can get cocoa nibs from somebody else. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure that out. But um, what I would like to do with that, and I don't know if this is something we can do yet, but if they can, if they can run a small batch of that and we can buy a keg of it. Oh, my God. Uh, or even a pony keg of it. If we can turn that, um, I'll into, buy a kegerator. If we can turn that into the straight cut beer, holy fuck! Like, I didn't even think of that. Like, <laughs> oh man! Like, I did you ever have that beer? No, I'm telling you, it is the. So that was after I left. No, 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 no. You just didn't work this event. This was because I worked the event because I think you were sick or you're gone. Yeah, I might have been out of town or something. Because I worked because it was it was it was. Fucking, you assholes didn't bring me. It any. was fucking freezing that night. Um, yeah, it was. Like, we've talked about it before, and whenever we've had Ian and Megan on, it is the best beer I've ever had in my life, where it was so good that 
D, Mark, and I were talking about going to see a show at the Rep just because that's the only place you can go buy it from. Yeah. Like, it was the greatest beer I've ever had. Yeah, so if I remember correctly, they did a a small run of it, and yeah. the Rep just bought all bought of it. Bought all of it. Um, yep. And so that was the only place you could get it. Yep. They just kegged all of it. Kegged of course, back then, they weren't canning much of it. No. They yeah, weren't the, canning any of it. You no, had to go was, to the Yeah, that was before the they had the, uh, the can, can, uh, canna rate. No, what's a canner? Crowler. Crowler. It was before they had the Crowler, and it was just Growlers that they were doing. No, I think they had Crowlers, too, Did that you could crowlers? get, but it was only at the brewery. So if they if they sold it all, then you couldn't get it. So this Now was, they actually have canned beer well, that you can buy in the store. Yeah, so this was before they awesome. even had the uh, the Stiff Station location. Yeah, that was way back well, in I've the day. Well, I've got one of, their, one of their guava ciders in the fridge. Yeah, I right bought now. some for my wife. Same thing. She loves that one. Their cider, the uh, the pineapple cider. Yeah. Oh, man. Every time we work the... Stuff. Uh, the summer event down there, like that's just the beer. To have. We need to get back to doing the beer. I haven't been doing it much because I know Mark's not drinking right now. So, but I've been debating on going back over there. Yeah, official, official sponsor of the show. Fuck, it was a, it was an amazing six month run and just yeah, like it was really good. <laughs> like if you want to go down there, that's I've got. We've all. I mean, between the two of us, we probably have like half a dozen or more growlers. Yeah, probably. Us. So I'm it's I'm, good stuff. Oh yeah, totally. They make such phenomenal beer. They've got a new food vendor at the uh, Mac Park location. Um, so, again, if you guys are local, go by there, try their beer, mm-hmm. try their food. It's really good. Uh, we had a great time at the pairing. Um, we had a had a fire pit, which we probably shouldn't have been doing because we're in a massive burn ban because we have no no rain for the last six months here. Uh, hardly. Yeah, it's been dry. Um, but... We were in the back. They call it the grotto in the back. <laughs> um, so we were back there behind a fence, so you couldn't see it. But you can't, uh, you can't see the giant flame. Ian came out there and he was like, uh, "We probably shouldn't have the fire going, but uh. <laughs> everybody, everybody just pour their beer on it real quick." Well, that's okay. what I told him. I was like, "We we've had enough beer. I could probably pee on it if I had to." <laughs> so what'd, you, what'd y'all blend it with? So we did the uh, or paired it with, not blended with. We did the Agonorsa. Uh, um, Night Watch. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Guardian of the Farm. Guardian of the Farm Night Watch. Yeah. Um, with that, with the Oktoberfest. And then um, the other one was an Imperial Stout, I think. The Seamus? No, it wasn't was it, a Seamus. Was it the Amadeus? No, it was a different, like a limited run. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But we did that with the Florida Las Antillas. It was a barrel aged. That's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which was really, really nice because that kind of oaky, woody flavor that you get out of the Florida Las Antillas. Yeah really complimented the oaky woody flavors out of that beer and really brought it out on oh, that um, spice coming through that sun grown. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And that, that night watch is just a phenomenal cigar as well. It's, uh, it's like chocolatey goodness. It's amazing that Agonorsa, they're starting to come up again, right? Like mm-hmm. people know the name. Now you're starting to see the cigars in, in almost every cigar store. It's amazing that they haven't just absolutely blown, blown up. up. Yeah. Cause everything they make is phenomenal. And why do you think that is? So for so long they were under the Casa Fernandez name and and nobody really knew who they were right. It's kind of like, oh, who is this company? Are they? Yeah, it's, are they it's, their it's own a, company? Or are they made by somebody else? It's it was a name, kind of it's a, a name that's hard to say. Fernandez? Oh, no, Agonorsa. Oh, Agonorsa definitely is now. <laughs> um, but if you look at it from the tobacco production side of things, they're huge. Right? Oh yeah, everybody buys tobacco from them. It's and like they, the Oliva. Not Oliva Cigars, but Oliva Tobacco Company. Is that where... Or Placencia. Yeah, that's where, Or my father, yeah, Placencia, right? Yeah, yeah, Everybody buys tobacco from these guys. 
Um, and, and a lot of them blend cigars for a ton of people and you would never know that, right? Yeah. Most of your crown head stuff is, is done by my father, all the La Roma de Cuba, um, and, uh, uh, San Cristobal's done by them. Um, is, I think Viaje is done by them or Placencia, I forget. It's one of the two. They all use those yeah. guys for either buying tobacco or to blend cigars for them, right? Or, or produce the cigars for them. Um, and Aganorsa is one of those companies that's absolutely massive in the cigar production side of things, yeah. but they're not as well known on the retail side of things. And and when they brought in Terrence, he rebranded everything and said, "We're going to embrace the name Aganorsa. We're going to we're going to make it a household name in the cigar industry." Own, yeah. um, and it really has grown tremendously since he's come on, and and they've re- rebranded all of their cigars. Yeah. Everything is. Is I mean that spectacular uh, cigars that Guardian of the Farm, the Night Watch. I mean, it's a great size too. It's like, it's like yeah. a, it's a Lonsdale, isn't it? Uh, like a, there's two or three sizes of that one available. Or the one that we have the big, is like a Corona Viva, or it's yeah, a, it's it's, it's, a, it's kind of a Lonsdale. It's a little shorter than Lonsdale. Uh, like it's a beautiful, beautiful cigar. cigar. Yeah. Well, and it looks very dark, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It, it's rich, but not overpowering. It's, What's crazy about it is it's a shade grown Corojo Maduro. Yeah. I mean that's unheard of almost in the in in cigar industry. I mean yeah. you just don't see that that often. Yeah. But it it produces such a unique flavor. It has a very um, like kind of darkish color, a little bit of red tone to it that looks almost like a rosado. But doesn't smoke um, like but a. But d- yeah, it doesn't it, smoke like it. it smokes you know it like is? a Connecticut broadleaf. It, it's kind of like the opposite of like what a uh, Julius Caesar is. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, like the Julius is a lot lighter than it smokes. Like that is a rich. Yeah. Rich cigar. It feels it, like that should be a Maduro, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe it's like, it's weird. Like, yeah, the the botany of cigars is <laughs> is crazy. It is nuts, yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why you know, you've been in the industry for a long-ass time. I've been in it for a while. Like, I'm never, ever going to be, nobody's ever going to have it all, all, all the knowledge known. There's just too much stuff. Yeah, I mean, I say it all the time. There's... There's guys like uh, Aristides Garcia, or uh, I don't, I'm not sure that's his last name, but the the tobacco, mm-hmm. the head tobacconist for uh, for Perdomo, yeah. um, Don Papin Garcia, um, Jose Blanco, who's now with Fuente in Europe, right? Like those guys know more about tobacco. They have forgotten more about tobacco than you and I know combined. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's absolutely unreal what those guys know about tobacco. They're so knowledgeable. And if you get a chance to like sit down and actually talk to them for even five minutes, it's unreal. Lito Gomez, yeah, right. That's, that's why I kinda, even Nick Perdomo. That's why I kind of wish like I loved the show we did with Billy and Gus, but unfortunately, yeah, the the, the, the audio was what it is. Yeah, but, but like just I mean, those that, guys have so much knowledge of the business of cigars. Mm-hmm. It's unreal how much they know about about cigars. Yeah, and you can never consume that much knowledge in a short period. But just having five, ten, or fifteen minutes to sit down and actually chat with one of those guys mm-hmm. is it opens your eyes to where you're just like, I know nothing. I need to read more. <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. Well absolutely I mean, unreal. In real time, real time life for us, tomorrow we're gonna have that at our fingertips as well with, with Willie Herrera yeah. in house. So what's interesting is Willie knows a ton about tobacco, right? Super, super knowledgeable. But if you asked him, he would say he knows very little, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is crazy because the guy knows <laughs> a ton about tobacco. Um, but there's just that much knowledge 
and and history in the cigar industry that even a guy like Willie really is just kind of cracking the surface. Yeah. So I I I uh, <clears throat> Sunday before the Chiefs played, I just kind of kicked back, not really paying attention to the other games, and I pulled up the newest uh, cigar aficionado magazine, and the the cover story was the Fuente uh, Padron uh, collaboration. So I read the whole thing. And, like, there was stuff in there that I didn't even <clears throat> realize. Like, I didn't realize the first Padron was rolled in Florida. Like, he's yeah. Cuban descent. I just always assumed, like, it started in Cuba. Yeah. But it didn't. Like, it started in Florida, in uh, uh, whatever city it was. Outside Tampa. Ebor. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. And then, like, he didn't make anything for two decades, three decades, something like that, because of, because of fire at the facility. And it's like, holy shit, like, all this stuff that, like, I, I should know, and I just kind of take for granted because I either didn't comprehend the knowledge or, or whatever. It's like, oh, shit. So if you haven't read the Cigar Aficionado newest magazine with the Fuente and Perdomo, or Padron family on it, definitely read that story because it's really fucking cool. Yeah, it, it's it's just crazy to to think about there's families that have been in it for over 100 years. Yeah. Tarano family, right? Mm-hmm. They've been in it for generations. Yeah. Uh, Papin Garcia, I mean, he ran Cuban tobacco production. He was the head of Cuban tobacco for like 40 years. I mean, it's just <laughs> unreal to think about that there are people that, that have been in the business that long, over 100 years. Think about that, 100 years. That's forever. And you're you're at what? Are you at are you at a decade? Yeah, this is my eleventh year, I think. Eleventh, yeah. So I'm in the industry. Seventh. So got a ways to go before we hit the Yeah, I mean we're not even close. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) And like I've read, you know, five or six books, you know, the the complete idiot's guide to cigars or the um, honestly I think the what I think is one of the better ones, which people in the industry have read, but a lot of people haven't is the Tobacco University book, which is... Yeah. So they released the second edition of that mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I haven't read that one. I, I, need, I need to buy that one. Yeah, I haven't, haven't read the newest edition. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, contributions, because that's part of the Master Tobacconist mm-hmm. certification is that you have to make some sort of educational contribution to the to the Tobacconist University. So there's a handful of those guys now that are all over the country or... Really, the world. Yeah, but, get, you know, get the CRT license. Got to go. Got to go yeah. through that and everything. But, but even like a guy like Nick Perdomo, you think about. So he's not been in the industry that long compared to most families, right? Yeah, he's only been in like his family. Years. His family was in it, but he was not necessarily directly tied to that for most of his life. Yeah. Um, which maybe now most of his life now, but you know, for the first twenty five or thirty years, he was air traffic controller, military and air mm-hmm. traffic controller, I think, and. Um, you know, he's only been making cigars for, yeah, maybe 20 years at this point. Yeah. Um, but the knowledge that that guy has learned because he literally just will consume as much as he can from those guys. And, and like I said, I mean, if, even if you have 10 minutes to sit down with one of those guys, I, the knowledge that they can impart on you is, is I mean, you can't put a dollar value on that. It, it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's why, you know, I've ne- I've never been to like one of the big smokes or anything like that. Um, so I I don't know what the perspective is, but 
people who aren't in our position who have <clears throat> readily available access to having like map booths number in our phones and yeah. stuff like that. Like, do they, do they just kind of fanboy out or do they actually? So a lot of them will do uh, like factory tours. That's probably the best thing to do as a consumer. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like if you're at, like if you're at PCA, it's going to be, it's business. There's business first, right. blah, blah, blah. But at Big Smoke, you know, you, you have Joe Blow that meets Fuente, you know, they're more than likely not going to be asking about the technical questions and stuff like that. They're yeah. going to, they're going to fanboy out. And yeah. It's, and it's, I see what you're saying now. You know, it's one of those things where what we take for granted yeah, is something for that, sure. that is something that they don't utilize. Yeah. It would be hard at an event like big smoke just cause there's so many people. So many people yeah. Um, but like anytime you have an event with one of those guys, they're, they're more than willing to sit down and talk to you. Um, and they're busy, right? They're gonna, they're gonna be trying to sell cigars because that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll sit down and talk to you at some point. I forget which which event it was. It was you were gone, so you wouldn't know. But it was somebody came in. And Fred Rui. Was it Fred Rui? Yeah, with Nomad cigars. No, no, it wasn't that one. I I, I didn't go to that one. Um, I want to say it was. Um, I want to say it was Christoph. Yeah, when Glenn came? No, it, it was whenever the JT signature had just been dropped. Yeah, I think Glenn was at that event. No, it wasn't wasn't Glenn wasn't there. So this was we did the show with um with uh, Jared Jared Trudeau. Yeah. So I think it was that event, but it was like he broke it down a real it was a real knowledge based Q and A. So Jared is such a unique person, um, because Jared is the business side of things, right? Uh, so he doesn't necessarily. It, so it was the it was actually the sales rep that we had. So maybe it was. I guess it would have been at the time. Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo and Jared came for that event. Okay, so that, now I'm getting confused because it wasn't Guillermo. It wasn't him that did it, but they did like it was somebody else that did a big. Oh, it's Placencia. That's what it was. It was one of our Placencia events, and they really broke down and did like a Q and A. Okay. On the blending and how to get, for, you know, from seed to box and stuff like that. And it was a really, like, a listener-engaged yeah. thing where I was I was really pleased with what our, what the regulars and stuff really, yeah. you know, soaked up that knowledge. So we've done a handful of those events. Let me, let me touch on Jared real quick. So Jared is such a unique person in the industry, and I absolutely love Jared. And he is such a wealth of knowledge in the business side of tobacco. Yeah. Um that I don't think you get from a lot of, um, you definitely don't get from the reps, but um, you don't get even from from owners or principals or whatever you want to call them of the companies, right? Um, where Jared is so knowledgeable on the marketing side of things and and uh, how to how to sell the the cigar, right? You come out with this new cigar, yeah. how do we put that in people's hands? Yeah. Um, cause he didn't come from tobacco. He was originally, I think with target. It was like bed, bath beyond, I think something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so he has just such a, a unique perspective of the cigar business and has learned so much. Um, and, and again, I think one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life and how he's able to just be a sponge of, of information um, and, and able to relay that to people. And, and it's such a unique thing, right? And I did an event 
we had we had Andy do a virtual event, who's the the head of sales with Ashton when I was with them, and mm-hmm. and sitting down and and I just sat in the corner and listened, because um, he has such such a long history in the in the cigar business and knows the business side of things so well, um, and we did it with uh, a shop in in uh, Northwest Arkansas that a lot of uh, marketing and and merchandising people with Walmart that. They didn't really care about the tobacco production side of things, right? Because they've heard that from people. Yeah. What they wanted to know about is the marketing. <clears throat> the marketing side, yeah. Um, and merchandising. And Ashton has kind of a unique setup to to merchandising in the stores, and and every rep has to has to do those things because they have a very unique way of of doing their business. And so there's 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 multiple sides of that, and Jared I think is one of the most knowledgeable on that side of things. So if you get a chance to meet Jared Trudeau, I think is how you say his last name. He's with Christoph. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wonderful. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Super down to earth. Um, he's a he's a really cool person to talk to on that side of things. Especially if you love a Boston accent. <laughs> Isn't he like Canadian or something? I don't think he's Canadian. I think he's... Is he from Boston? I, he I might, don't know. Anyway. He, he might be a Southie. Um Super, super, super interesting perspective of the cigar business. Yeah, I'm trying to find... What was the other point we were making? I, I skipped. What was um, it? Sorry, I've had too much whiskey. <laughs> Say you're pounding that bottle. <laughs> I'm trying to find what episode that was that he was on because it was a really good... <clears throat> just a really good episode. It was one of our crazier... Crazier ones. Um... Buffering, buffering. Oh, we were talking about the events, the blending seminar yes, events. Yes, 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 like So that, that's one I wish I would have gone to is before I started out, I had still had games was with um, the... With Fred? Yeah, with Fred. Yeah, so Fred came in um, and it was a very unique event. So he brought um, each part of the cigar, right? So mm-hmm. the wrapper leaf, uh, the binder, the fillers... Um, and had them in like little small cigarillo size kind of mm-hmm. cigars, and you got to taste each part of the tobacco, which is super interesting because when you taste, I would say most of the wrapper leaves, mm-hmm. they do not taste like what you think they no. would, right? Like what you taste on this cigar, a Sumatra wrapper does not taste like this. No. Um, and so when you smoke it, you're like, this is awful. Like I wouldn't <laughs> smoke this if I had to. Um, we've, we've kind of done that with a, with a Davidoff blend before. Yeah, we did it with uh, Shia with the Davidoff blends. We did it with, uh, Jose Blanco. That one was a unique, a unique deal when he was with EP Carrillo, um, where he brought a cigar with five different wrappers mm-hmm. on one cigar and you got to taste the flavor change as mm-hmm. you went. Mm. Um, that's what I was talking about. EP Carrillo. Yeah. yeah, that was, that was a super, super cool event. Um, and we were really fortunate to get that event. Um, because like I said, he, he's just such a, a knowledge he just has such a knowledge of the, of the tobacco that most people don't. Yeah. Um, and so for him to be out doing events like that was, was awesome. We, we were really fortunate to have that. So, so I found the episode. It's episode 48. So way back when came out on March 20th of 2020. Yep. Um, the title is Aaron is the gateway to crime slash. Are you a duck masseuse? <laughs> so, I so from what I remember from that show is that was the Kristoff event, and we recorded started recording at about midnight. Yeah, and we got done at about three thirty in the morning, 
it got a little loopy. Um, had to cut about an hour of the show out. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's one where, you, like, I even say, like, we introduce Mr. Jerry Trudeau if you like storytelling, and that's what he does. He's a great storyteller. Yeah, really good. So you get to hear all that. So go in the Wayback Machine and listen to that one, and somehow we somehow we started talking about being a duck masseuse. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I have no idea how. <laughs> I listened to that episode, but I don't remember now. Some of these, some of these show names, <laughs> like Ron Zacapa, Ron Zacapa, and that's the one that started it all. That's the one that started it all. Did you yeah. happen to see what I named last week's show? I didn't. Way? Was it? Uh, it's called a Steve Don't Read. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve Don't Read good. Oh well. So my whole point with this with this whole conversation section has been. If you get a chance to go to an event with one of these guys... Yeah, definitely eat it up. Eat it up. It is so worth your time um, and your money if it's a ticketed event or you want to buy the cigars to support. Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth it. So, so check the, it out. By the time this comes out, uh, our eight-year event will have already been over. Yep. It is in real time in 20 hours from now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have, a, we have a busy day ahead of us. Yeah, for um, sure. And then I have to work thursday night so i'll be editing this during work thursday night while watching some shitty football game i'll just yeah have this on in the background well, those amazon games have been, not been good been garbage the best one was the first one the chiefs versus uh, uh chargers but they, it's just been unfortunate scheduling and what sucks is like you know bezos is like i just paid a billion dollars for these shitty games well he'll get his money eventually oh, right he'll get his money yeah. it was just bad scheduling this year like i mean the question is, did the NFL do this um, with anticipation of, hey, these teams may not be that good. Let's Thir- give them those Thursday games. night has always been garbage. Has always been garbage. Not always. But you I get th- some good games. Well, I th- I th- what, what has happened is there's been a lot of teams that were, spo- that were supposed to be good on paper this year yeah. that just aren't. Like yeah. uh, the Broncos, like hot garbage. Yeah, as opposed bad. to As opposed to Seattle, who's actually doing really, really good. Yeah. Last night. Would have thought that would have went the other way. I know. Last <laughs> night was... What I th- the the exact opposite of what I thought was going to be, you know, the Bears trounced mm-hmm. the Patriots. I mean, it's just like, and then like next Sunday night, um, or next Thursday night, something like that. But it's like Ravens and uh, uh, Bucks, like preseason, like oh shit, Lamar yeah. versus Brady gonna yeah. be awesome. Now it's like, oof, rough, yeah. <laughs> gross. Brady should have retired. He should have retired after he, he stayed retired. He should have retired after he beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Go out a winner. Go go the go the Peyton yeah. Manning. It's way. been rough this year. Yeah, I mean, it's been really rough. I think uh, I think Leftwich is trying to figure out how to make that offense work. Um, the play calling has just has not been great, and I don't know if that's on on Byron Leftwich or if it's on Brady because it doesn't seem like he's calling a ton of audibles. Right? It seems like he's he's running the plays. Yeah. Um, but man, their offensive line is just hot awful. Garbage. I mean, absolutely awful. I mean, when was the last time you ever saw a Brady team not put up a single touchdown? Yeah, I honestly, I don't remember. I cannot think of one. No, I can't. I couldn't name one. And he's been playing for twenty-two years, and I can't think of one time. Yeah, twenty-one years. To the it's day. rough. Well, a long time. Well, we're having a rough season. You like? There's three good teams. This year, which even maybe three, I don't know if the Eagles are good or they just had a really easy what are schedule. What talking about? I mean, they're six. They're no, but, pretty good. But they've but look at who they've played. 
Everybody, Still. everybody who they played doesn't have a winning record. It's kind they of beat one of those Dallas, things. didn't they? Yeah, but Dallas is like th- three and four. No, are they not? No. Oh, okay, no, I, no, no, no. I guess they are better now. Yeah. So that's the only one. I, I guess they, I guess they beat the Giants too. Yeah. Yeah, but the Giants like that's a weird six and one team. <laughs> like, yeah, that is an odd one. But, but like, okay, Philadelphia th- looks legit this year. So there's three good teams. So I have always said that um, Jalen Hurts will eventually figure it out, right? He's he's too good of an athlete. Yeah. He's he's a great quarterback. It just has taken some time for him to get in the right position with the right players around him. Um, and I think they finally hit that stride where I think they're going to be good for a while. And I said the same thing about Fields, and we kind of saw that last night because they're actually using his his skills to his ability. Right. Yeah. Like let him run. Like let him yeah. loose and do. Th- is that a new offensive coordinator this year? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Is they finally got a coach in there that that will let him. Uh, kind of flourish in the offense. It's kind of like uh, Josh Allen is amazing now. His first year, garbage. Yeah. Like, horrible. Well, you look at Peyton Manning's first year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? It was awful. Look at Troy Aikman's first year. I mean, it's multi-time Super Bowl winners out of both of those guys. Awful. Yeah. Uh, Eli Manning, well, same to thing. Well, be, to be fair, Peyton's last Super Bowl, he was he threw, like, Six touchdowns that whole year. Doesn't I mean, matter. I mean, it was a defense. It was a defense matter. team. But <laughs> it was just like don't fuck up enough where you lose us the game kind of thing. Yeah. But like, uh, but I, mean, I think he's one of the all time great. Probably top five quarterback oh, of all time, right? Definitely. But like, look at your quarterback. Like Matty Ice is like. Oh no, he's not our quarterback anymore. He got, he got he, benched. I know he got benched. He's done. This Same. has been the year of benching quarterbacks. Uh, Zappy took over last yeah. night. Like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got benched the other day. No. Oh. Yeah. I played Jimmy. He got taken out in the fourth quarter. Oh, that's because the game was so, like so far done. No, don't get him I, hurt. I don't think they are sold on him. Well, they have no option. I agree, but I'm but just like, saying I don't. I don't think he's there next year. And, well, I think they go find someone he else. He didn't want to be. They were He wasn't supposed to be there this year, but he just they got they kind of fell into it because oh, what's his name broke his leg. Yeah, I mean that's just <laughs> like. But it, when you're down forty four to twenty two in the like seven minutes left, you're like yeah, you're you're not. Yeah. There's, don't like same thing. Like, well, we'll see. I te- mean, he may, like, he may get taken out. Like technically, technically, uh, Mahomes got benched because they were. Up well, so that's much. not but really. The same that's thing. what I'm saying. It's like I think they took Jimmy Garoppolo out because they don't want him to be the oh, the no. quarterback. I think they're going to give that kid a chance to go out there and and try it. I think he may not play uh, the whole game next week. Uh, I mean, they're still a good team. It's just like one of those things. It's just who? we'll see. I don't think he's the quarterback at the end of the season. The question is, I think the biggest question this week going into it, I want to see what happens Sunday, is does Mac start? That's the question. Yeah, so it's a weird thing. You're getting a lot of reports out now that um, he's he's not good in the locker room. Um, the the management staff and the, the uppers and the organization don't like him. Um, I mean, why draft him so high then? Because of the talent that he had. I mean, they didn't know that he wasn't going to be good for the team. I mean, how would you know that preseason? I mean, it's a pre draft. I mean, it sounds like one of those things where they just fell into another great quarterback late in the sixth round yeah. with, with, with Zappy. Yeah, possibly. Fucking I mean, Zap Attack coming out here. And Belichick said that it wasn't um, a performance thing, right? They had every intention of playing both of those guys. And he said that before the game. He said, we're going to play two quarterbacks today. It's just how it is. The old adage. When you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of like the you can't have secrets between three people unless two of them are dead. What? 
you can't have a seat. It's it's an old like uh, an old. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, three people can't keep a secret unless two of them are dead. That can't be true. It's it's an old saying. You've never heard that before? No. Yeah. I think he's making that up. Mo, have you ever heard this? Look it up. You can't keep a seat. Three people can't keep a secret unless two of them are dead. Yeah. I don't believe that. Look it up. It's it's an old. I'm saying. not saying it's not an old saying. I just don't believe it. Oh, I believe it. Nah. <laughs> Any last words on your cigar? It sounds like I'm about to kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any last words? Okay, here's a question. So we're, since we're smoking like a Halloween pack, um, <laughs> if a vampire bites you, you turn into a vampire. If a zombie bites you, you turn into a zombie. What's a mummy going to do when it gets you? Like, what's a mummy do? Do you turn into a mummy? No. Like that. So, like, why do people run away from a mummy? Just, like, fucking take the t- toilet paper and spin them really quick. I mean, but, but is a zombie... A it's mu- the scare factor. Is a mummy a zombie? Hmm. I don't know. I think... I would, I would say Technically, a mummy... Technically, probably. I would say a mummy is a zombie. So, I guess if a mummy bites you, you just turn into a zombie... But you don't turn into a mummy because you can't like regenerate toilet paper around you. I mean, unless you're, uh, what's his name, Poe. I forget his real name. Nightwatch? No, not not Nightwatch. But what's the? Oh, uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never thought of that. That's an interesting, uh, interesting take. Are mummies zombies? I would say a mummy is a zombie. I'll stick with that. I think technically, yes. Well, so they've been mummified, which is different than being buried. Well, I mean, the difference is you're wrapped in cloth. Your brain is taken out through your nose with a hook. You have no heart. Are are zombies embalmed? I mean, technically, because it's the dead. Well, the original zombies, like the from Night of the Living Dead, like they're they're that's how they all started, where they were embalmed. But then, like, then once they bit you, you'd become a zombie. Then there's there so there's multiple layers of zombies. You have you have your runners, which suck. Then you have your walkers, which are slow, but yeah. like they can just go forever. Yeah. But then, you, like Night of the Living Dead, the the original OG black and white version, they were they actually came out of the ground. But then once they killed you you then turn into a zombie so the original zombies were embalmed and wouldn't have had any of the organs and stuff so how did they lie how did they yeah so i guess technically a mummy would be a zombie you ever seen a real life mummy yeah at uh at the uh, kansas city art museum super weird do you like what do you think that person is thinking like in the afterlife you're like why am i just buying glass like like, I don't know that they'd necessarily think. Well, no, because there's nothing out there, but I'm just saying, like. Well, no, not even, even if there is some sort of. Like a, it's a draft. Can you, can you like put that cloth back on me? <laughs> so when we were in, uh, when we were in Italy, we went to two different things that were really interesting. One was um, uh, catacombs. Mm. That was really cool because all the different bone structures and... Creepy, eerie kind of stuff. Yep, that was really interesting. And then we went and saw... It was the catacombs in... I thought it was in France. 
There's 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 catacombs in places. Like other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was in the bottom of a. Uh, they call it a basilica, mm-hmm. um, which is basically just a church. Yeah, they had um, some mummified, um, like old popes and stuff. weren't popes, but they were like Hi- some of the some of them were like hierarchy, like saints and stuff like that. Yeah, things like yeah. that. Um, and like there was one that you could actually see the cloth over the body. Mm-hmm. You could see the outline of her face. Oh, really? Um, and that was the first time I'd ever seen like an actual, um, like mummified, which I don't guess that's the same as what you would consider a mummy no. necessarily, so, but a mummified body. Yeah. So like at, at the, uh, the, the Nelson art museum in KC, they have a big exhibit. So they have like the exploded view of a tomb. So you have like the outer sarcophagus, the inner sarcophagus, and then you had the mummy in the middle. So it's like an exploded version. So you actually see the wrapped up being that was there. And then they have like a, uh, they have like an x-ray or they have like a heat generated thing to show you like the inside of the mummy of the wrappings and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's so cool and interesting. Like, I've been to that exhibit a dozen times and every time I go, I'm still just struck with childlike wonder of like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And stuff like that. It is really cool. We also saw, um, in Philadelphia, there's a museum that my wife wanted to go to for her birthday. The soap lady is what they call her. Yeah. Um, and she is basically mummified, but with soap. Mm -hmm. That was really weird. Is that the, uh, is that the death museum? Or it's, uh, I guess that might be like the slang term. It's called the Mutter Museum. Yeah. Um, so it's like a museum of oddities. Yeah. A lot more penises and vaginas than I expected. But they have like the, they have like the bifurcation of the human. Yeah. Like the layers and and stuff. Yeah. So they have a head that's, that's split into like three chunks. So you can see the, the way the brain looks inside, but like the face is still there. Would you, would you want to do that? Like give your body to science and be that? Like if you had your choice. So I'm an organ donor. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, like, do, would you want to be in the Nutter Museum or Mutter Museum? Not Nutter Museum. <laughs> That's a whole different museum. That's, a whole different That's museum. in the red light district, in Amsterdam. <laughs> like, do you want do you want your wang like out there for science? Hang me, hang meat for science. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody wants mine. <laughs> I'm getting cremated, so it's just like put my ashes out there. But yeah, I don't. You know, I'm an organ donor, but that was before I found out I was diabetic. So I don't know if they'll even take any. I probably won't take the, any of my organs now. The only thing I I've said that would be kind of cool to do um, is since I have since I do have so many tattoos, like remove those, remove the skin, dry them out, and like give it and like donate that to like a tattoo museum because they have. I've seen a bunch of those of like. Like, you know, a, a million-year-old tattoos that they found on, on certain yeah. indigenous tribes through, throughout. So that was one thing they had at that Mutter Museum was um, they had one of the earliest American tattoos. They had mm-hmm. a piece of skin preserved. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't remember how far back it was, but it was like, it was one of the earliest that they could find on, a, on a, like an American-done American skin yeah. tattoo. Yeah. Um, which was cool. really interesting. Oh, you know what was cool? They found not great quality, but really interesting. No, but you know what? It's it's one of those things where like the old tattoo adage "bold will hold." 
it you can tell what it was because mm-hmm. I know which one you're talking about, or it might be another one, but it's like a stag or it it looked like a certain imagery of yeah the one I saw it was like, it was like of a deer or something you're like yeah you can still tell what it is yeah it's like that's why American bar bar American <laughs> <laughs> American American traditional tattooing is is bold in color and black lines and like that's just the thing bold will hold um one of the coolest things is well we're running long tonight but i don't don't care um over in i think it was in iceland or norway uh just this past week they found a thor's amulet necklace that's like thousands and thousands of years old that's cool um so like it shows how people were, were wearing you know this imagery and, and of like Thor's hammer and stuff, even way back then. Like I wear, I wear a necklace that has, has the Viking, Viking compass on it. Yeah. Um, and just for, it's supposed to be the, the traveler, the traveler's um, uh, compass for, for prosperity and, and good luck and stuff like that. But like even having just that, like you can buy that same thing at Spencer's right now. Yeah. But this one is an old stone necklace that looks fucking amazing. So, so, yeah. so cool seeing that. How far are we? Uh, we're an hour 50. Oh, we got time then. <laughs> you want to, you want to light up another one? Could you live on the road? Married? No. If I was single, possibly. Like if you two went and traveled, you don't think you could Oh, do like that? together? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I met uh, I met a lady that her and her husband live in a camper for two and a half years. Yeah, I could do that. That's all they did was travel. Yeah, I could travel and do that. No, so I, he's a tattoo artist. You're talking about like working? He's a tattoo artist. Yeah. So he traveled to different tattoo shops and would do tattoos. Yeah. Um, and like people would follow where he traveled and stuff like that. Um, I think I could do that. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it would get old at some point. Like if she could go along with me and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like living on the road, like how what you did, like a I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do what you did. Like that's kudos to you. I couldn't fucking do that. Like being on the road for five days out of the seven days, like that's hard for me. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but like I, we've even talked about it. Like when we go on road trips, like I love driving. Like I could be a truck driver if she could tag along with me and stuff. Like it'd be fucking awesome. I'd do yeah. that. But if I had a job that could do something like that, like I have buddies that are tattooers and, and do that same thing. Like they travel, they get guest licenses, guest licensing and go to a different <laughs> shop. It's hard. Uh, go to you haven't even had any whiskey. I know. This is a fucking day drinker. Um, uh, go to different shops and stuff. And they, you know, it's, uh, they either have an RV or, or uh, they pull along, like one guy pulled along a, uh, an Airstream trailer and like, we would just camp out in different places. See, I for, think I would want to do it in an RV, like so, a motorhome. So he he did it in he did it in a airstream just so he'd still have his vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So they could travel. I around. could see that. Yeah, I could see the convenience of that. But I think if I was going to do it, I would want a motorhome and pull a vehicle behind me. I uh, yeah I go I think that would be the better way. So my my grandparents Man, those things are so expensive. So that, so that's why that's the only my my dad's mom who is still alive and my dad is seventy two. Um, that's all I knew them as was RVers that pulled their Honda Civic around everywhere. Yeah. Like I've never known his mom and stepdad as a house. They've always been RVers. Um, so like I, that would be fun, but like I don't, 
I don't know if that's how feasible that is nowadays. But I, I you know, you know, there's I, a lot of people I, that do it. I take it back. It's probably more feasible more now feasible because now. people can work on the road and yeah, stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, there's so many jobs now that are work from home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I could do it. I think the way you would have to do it, um, like what we would do, because Kaylee and I have talked about this a couple times. Um, like we would have to have a home base, which would probably be at my in-laws' house. Yeah. We would set up like a a, a parking ba- base camp of operation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your mail would go there. Um, and then when you're ready to come off the road for a little while, you'd have a place to like just stay, right? Yeah. During the holidays, you want to come home for a couple of months, whatever. So I think we would have to have a home base somewhere, and then when we're ready to go, we just like load up all of our stuff and take off. So let's go back in time. If you were still with Ashton and they gave you an allowance and you got you had an RV, but you could pull along your own thing, you know, she works from home. Would that be something that you could that y'all could do? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, it would be a little tough. One of our dogs has some anxiety problems. Um, so it would be a little tough with her. So we yeah. would, if we were going to do it, we would probably wait till she's gone and then try to do it from there. Um, do you, is there people in our industry that does that? Not in the, not in the cigar industry. No. Okay. Um, the closest thing you had George Rami for a while with, with, uh, Camacho Davidoff, but they did that big Camacho road tour, and I mean, yeah. he basically lived on the road for, for a year, a year, yeah, um, and pulled the giant trailer behind this massive like F four fifty. Yeah, but we, <laughs> that thing uh, when when your truck has a sleeper car in it. But he's staying in hotels, right? Yeah. He's not he's not sleeping in a camper. Um, the hard part would be to get rid of all the stuff, right? Because um, yeah, we're we live like middle class basically, right? Oh. So. Dinks, yeah, yeah. So the way most people describe it is like poor people. They don't have the money to buy anything, so they don't have anything, right? Yeah. Middle class people just buy stuff because yeah. you have the money to do it, right? Like I have a shit ton of Lego, yeah, right. So I'd have to figure out how to sell all that Lego, get rid yeah. of all of it, yeah. right? A gun safe. I have multiple guns for hunting, right? I have to figure out how to get rid of all of my stuff. I have a Peloton. Yeah, that can't go on the road with you, right? <laughs> like. There's no space in an RV for a Peloton. Although it'd be cool. Like that's a, big, that's a big RV. You would have to have a massive, massive yard sale and get rid of all of the stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You and I both have a ton of clothes. We have a ton of shoes. Yeah. Right. Like you'd have to cut your wardrobe down exponentially. So I just did that. I just cut my wardrobe down by like a quarter, and it looks like I haven't even made a dent. Yeah. So. I have a bunch. That of would sh- be the hard part. So, if anybody wants a bunch of band and tattoo shirts, like I've got them, I haven't donated them yet. So, if you want them, just let me know. <laughs> like, we don't wear the same size shoes, so I can't take your shoes. No. <laughs> uh, shoes, shoes, I kept the shirts though. Oh, okay. Uh, it was mainly the shirts because they all shrunk. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> this was my first S and S pack where I bumped to a two X shirt. Okay, but mainly right. because like. I need the they length. They do shrink up. I need the length. Like yeah. I said, I don't know if I said it on the show or last week. I have the body of a lobster. I have a big torso <laughs> and, and small legs. Like, I, <laughs> it's just, it sucks. Oh, <laughs> you're like SpongeBob. Yeah, there's not many people. There's not many people out there that are 6'1", but need a 29-inch inseam. 29? Yeah. Holy cow, dude. So, like I'm saying, like, I'm a lobster. That's crazy. What are you laughing at? <laughs> 
Yeah, Mo's sitting out here laughing at both of us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That, that is crazy. A 29-inch inseam is not for, what I expected. That's why Old Navy, thank you for being around because you make comfortable jeans or, chi- or chinos is what I actually wear. Um, but they make a 38-29, so thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely different. But shirts, I, w- I want more band shirts to come in XL long or XL so tall. I'm... I'm just fat enough to wear an XL. <laughs> <laughs> an XL works pretty well. Yeah. But um, once you wash certain shirts, oh yeah, uh, they shrink up. Right? They don't shrink in. They, they shrink, shrink up. up. I know. I hate it. So like, if I buy a two X for the length, then it's like super wide. It looks it, like I'm wearing a parachute it's or billowy. something. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. That's why I will say Ashton makes amazing shirts. Phenomenal shirts like, and great hats. Like they do not shrink up. Yeah. They're comfortable. Um, there's a couple other shirts, a couple other, uh, uh, cigar shirts I've had that are actually really comfortable and nice. And whenever I find a shirt like that, I always like, Ooh, what brand is? And most of the times like the Aston Ashton shirt, it just says Ashton where the tag should yeah. be. So I don't know what <laughs> shirt it is. And that's what sucks. Maybe that's intentional. Uh, <laughs> if only I knew somebody who used to work there that can find out, Hey, who makes these shirts? That's why it took me so long to, to make the black hat. Yeah. For the shop to find because like there's a lot of guys out there that have bigger heads that like having that strap on the last button looks stupid. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Well, it always bends, right? Like I need to find a hat that will fit big headed dudes. And it took me seriously. I went through about eight hats to, to finally find the one that works. What do you think about a camo hat? It depends on the camo. Um, You think it would sell well? Um, I think we could do a camo hat. I mean, whoever's up next to make it, I don't know. Like it's like they didn't do hats for this anniversary. Well, no, technically because mine is this is this because it's a year behind. Because we're now celebrating our eighth year, so like it's it's weird. Um, yeah, but like if it's the camo, but yours say seven on the mine say seven. Yeah, so they didn't make an eighth anniversary hat. No, well because it took it took forever to get these. Um, uh. If it's the camo like the old old desert style, but not like the real tree stuff, I think it would I would wear one of those. Well, even if we did it in a in a like a deer hunting hat, right? Like a like a mossy oak or a real tree. I think uh, it would sell well to our clientele. I think it would I think that would sell better in Conway. And then the then the other camo would work would would work better in Little Rock, I think. Yeah, I just want I just want like a, a bottomland or a, an old school duck camo hat. You know, honestly, you want like a bright orange one? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not much of a deer hunter. I'm not good at deer hunting. I should say. <laughs> I've been. I, do, I don't kill many. I mean, <laughs> ducks on the other hand, I'm slaying some ducks. Blam! If it flies, it dies, boys. <laughs> I need to do that for an episode. Just open the open the episode blowing a duck call. Maybe next week. <laughs> Since it's really duck season. That's right. Yep. <sighs> yeah. It's uh I think we could do a camo hat though. Yeah, possibly. I think it look cool. Like I so but like a straight cut beer? I think that's a great idea. Especially if it's that one. Now the one thing I do want to do next year, which I got I I got told no, even though I found the shirts, is I want to do next year's shirt. But I want to do a baseball style shirt, three quarter sleeve, but have it West End cigars. But in that baseball writing with like the tail and stuff, yeah, I think that would sell really. That well. would look cool. Who told you no? Doug. The heck, Doug. Doug's know. a baseball guy. I know. I know. Just you know how it is. What the heck? Next year, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Uh, let's wrap this up, and I want to light up another one. Yeah, I think I might, too. I, I need to go pee. I've had too much whiskey. You've drank a lot of... That's a lot... <laughs> dude, I would be so fucking drunk. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I would be so drunk. I don't need to do one of these shows. <laughs> There's your duck call right there. <laughs> uh, so that's what I want to do with the duck call. I want to open the show with you blowing a duck call. Uh, watch it be like... Watch it be like I'd be really good. Never know. Yeah. Like, I highly doubt it. Like how I am with golf. I'm really good with golf now. No. <laughs> We're getting you there, though. You're about to break 100. Man, I would have. So when I played by myself, I don't know if we've done a show since we since I did. But, yeah, you talked about it. Okay, when I played by myself, like yeah. I was playing lights out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get you back out. I'll take a weekend. I need to wear my new good, good stuff. Yeah. I my, showed I showed my wife the the hoodie that I want. The Oh, the green one? Yeah. Or one with the greens on it. Yeah. Yeah. That thing is so cool. I mean, she, I, I've got, I wore the, I put the, uh, that's what we need to do is a golf shirt. West End golf shirt. Yeah. The, uh, I, I wore the, the joggers and stuff. See, joggers are still a little too long, but uh, too long. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but I didn't try it with my shoes. So maybe that make a difference. Yeah. It definitely holds them up, but, uh, I haven't got on the jogger game yet. I, uh, I'm not built for joggers. I don't know if I am either. But it's just low center of gravity. It's one of the kind of goes where, around the midsection. It's here. one of those things where it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to do it. So. The only thing I won't wear is like the nut huggers. That's the only golf stuff I won't wear. Oh, the th- yeah. This one, ha- this one has, this one has some pouch room. Okay. Has some room. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. I'll have to look into the joggers. I haven't got on that game yet. Yeah, but. I, well, I want to do that, and I, you know, I haven't wear the paisley thing. So now we're getting to the point where I can actually wear it. Yeah. So I had it on when I went to go play the other day, the other Friday. But it was like, oh my god, I'm gonna burn up, and I'm so glad I took it off. <laughs> it's supposed to be eighty again next week. I know. It's the fucking. It's ridiculous. You know, the world, Arkansas weather. The world's on fire. We we live in the south. You know, we have one and a half weekends of great fall weather, and then it's gonna be fucking 30 degrees and wet i know it's ridiculous like we're gonna have i think we're gonna have a really wet winter like i hope so we need the rain it's bad we're gonna have snow and ice that's what we're gonna get get. we'll see we're gonna get wrecked with snow and ice and when we do last year i didn't do it and i regret but like my back is gonna yell at me and she'll yell at me i want to slide down this hill you're gonna fall off that retaining wall and break your tailbone (laughs) i have insurance now It's still not cheap, trust me. Maybe, maybe I can catch a rock, save some money on the vasectomy, and just take care of all in one go. Uh, I don't think that's how it works, but okay. Good luck. Babe! Uh, all right. Let's, let's wrap it up. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Adios. Later. Later.